0: Drink responsibly. Huh? Drink responsibly. I don't think there's any responsible way to mildly poison
1: yourself. Yeah, I've never... Under, like, <laughs> I guess I, I understand, like, oh, drink responsibly, as in, like, don't drink and drive, don't drink and put yourself in situations that could kill yourself easier. I moved it to that so I could see the screen better, and then I realized that the bear is right there. <laughs> 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 hey, bear, I love you, bear. You're gonna have to go, bear.
0: Gloomy Bear is like, fuck your old podcast.
1: Gloomy Bear, you are dusty.
0: It's because people who collect things never dust them. I
1: have not. You're right.
0: <laughs> it's been a very long time. Trust me. I used to do the same thing until I realized <laughs> how there was, dusty like, shit was. My fucking. The hardest thing to dust was. I got my water upstairs. My Alduin figurine from Skyrim. Huh? The dragon ah. from Skyrim. Um because he's all spiky and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'll be right
0: back.
1: <laughs> I know we're live.
0: <laughs> <laughs> intermission. Uh intermission. Everyone gets to stare at my face now because uh Chris has run away. Oh man, this is long. This what is are you a, talking about? this is a long break what? <laughs> like I said, this is a long break. I want a different shirt, too. Oh, Jesus. Here we go. <laughs> Please tell me you're cutting this.
1: Nah, well, I mean, for the audio podcast, sure, but...
0: Please cut it for the video one.
1: I can't cut the video one. It exports directly onto...
0: It, it goes from here to YouTube immediately.
1: Well, it, expo- it goes from Twitch to YouTube directly, yes. Oh, God. I don't care. This is... We're already an hour behind.
0: This is the best start we've ever had. We got two people that don't know how to remember what every
1: other week is. I really don't. We got... Sorry, one that doesn't remember every other week. One that just...
0: Apparently doesn't want to be here right
1: now. Yeah. We didn't want to last week. Didn't want to this week. We're now taking applications. (laughs) We can't pay you. Unless you're good, and hey, who knows? Maybe we'll get more people. We can maybe. Do you have a following? Come, come join. Yeah. Talk about your people and our people. Hi. Welcome <laughs> to, another. to another episode of Spacetime Talko. Why are you doing this? <laughs> I got indigestion. I had Taco Bell today. That's Chris. I'm Nate. Let's go. Oh, I'm your host, Chris, with this <laughs> dude. He's open 24 hours. I am. <clears throat> His asshole. Sure. <laughs> he didn't say no. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. We don't really have a full plan for this week. We're just We're talking about shit we've been doing, dealing with. Um, I will say I've been watching. Uh, I've been throwing on in the background while I'm doing everything just Yu Yu Hakusho. Yu Yu Hakusho dub version because that's one what my, I mean that's what we grew yes, up with.
0: But it's it's actually one of my favorite anime. Like,
1: it's a great show. I mean I it's, it's crazy. Top five. How the animation changes between like the first oh, yeah. first series season and into well, like the second se- The well, show was well, in, in production
0: series. for a long time. It was released before the concept of seasonal
1: Weekly, anime. yeah, I guess arcs. It's like the third arc, so, maybe I don't remember yeah. when it um, launched
0: on, even when it launched on Toonami in it was dub form, it launched in whole story arcs. So it was like you got the initial arc, which was like a season, to, which was uh, yeah, use case character setup was a spirit detective arc, was the first arc, and the next arc was like the tournament arc.
1: Yeah, because I think yeah. the first arc goes through until Hiei and um, not Karama, Karama, Karama join him. Mm-hmm uh maybe a little bit after that. I think you meet the Tagoro brothers f- before it goes into the next yeah. story arc. Um so I am currently in the arc right after the Togoro... the uh the tournament arc.
2: Okay.
1: Um but like listening every once in a while pick up on like oh the this is a very outdated <laughs> uh outdated dub. Yeah. Like there's a point um there's a hospital episode where everybody's getting sick. There's A, a human with abilities is put giving everybody diseases. Mm-hmm. And... Um, fuck, I can't remember everybody's name right now. What, what's the redhead dude's name? Kulbaro. Cool yeah, I've been fucking watching the show. My <laughs> mind's blanking. coolbar's sister, who I definitely don't remember the name of, um, like, turns to Keiko. I remember Keiko. <laughs> uh, in i'm saying just because it's in the show is like she basically says why are you going retarded on me or something like that i'm like (laughs) wow i either don't remember this at all when i was a kid or like just did not pick up on it or anything well
0: that's the thing about dubs right is they get they get done they get redone they get edited and re-edited over and over and over again so many times not, not uh, Yu Yu Hakusho. Not Yu Yu Hakusho, <laughs> which is why, like, airing on you know, Toonami was a risk for Cartoon Network to take in the first place. Well, I mean, they, they were because, allowed to do that kind
1: of stuff because it was, hey, the way that streaming, not streaming, um, broadcast works was mm-hmm. certain rules are no longer in effect after a certain yeah, time. Yeah, they were more lax. That's well, why that's AMC when, has more yeah. violent shows well, that's after when, like, 10, 9, or 10. Blocks
0: like Adult Swim had come into play where it was like, we're just going to take all this stuff that Toonami did. Grab even more edgier and risque content and throw it into a very late night block where we will not be at risk of kids watching these yeah.
1: shows. <laughs> um, yeah, it was. It really just threw me. I think it like it almost took me out of what I was doing completely to be just listening to or oh, yeah. listening to an anime and that that word being brought up i'm like i just well it depends don't think that, that it you're... depends
0: largely on what you watch and listen to because it's like i can watch watch completely irreverent shows like if it's an anime like panty and stocking for example mm-hmm. the english dub is literally just you can watch 30 minutes of oh, episode and 15 minutes of that is just cursing yeah <laughs> but i mean can... horrible in
1: a in a language way not yeah. a uh
0: Yes, you can watch uh, shows shows like South Park, which everyone knows what to expect from shows like South Park, but if you go and you watch, like, Steven Universe and someone says, fuck on Steven Universe, you're like, wait a minute, (laughs) something's wrong here. Well, I mean, he, he,
1: (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure in the movie, maybe in some of the, one of the episodes too, but Greg comes very close to saying, I think, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, something like that.
0: I think they, they purposely like, <laughs> edit this line of stuff. so it's like it starts with shit and it yeah. finishes up with something else. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, holy she really got everybody, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like, uh, and even online, you see, it. obviously we, we try to avoid saying certain things. Yeah. You have at least a specific word that you have a harder time with, <laughs> but... I give you more of a pass than Dave. Definitely. The,
0: the thing about me is, the language that I use depends on the context I'm using it in. I won't sit on this podcast, for example. In. Look at me.
1: Yeah, no, <laughs> I know. I'm. I because I was waiting. Oh, here. Dave is busy playing Madden. Oh. He's busy playing Madden. Yeah, that's the
0: operative word in that sentence. Busy. Um. <laughs> anyway. Don't angry text him back. Just leave it below. No.
1: <laughs> nope.
0: But, no, uh, you know, it's like, I won't sit on this podcast and say certain things because we have a certain community and we've established that we expect our community to behave in a specific way when interacting with us yeah. and when we're interacting with them.
1: And, I mean, and we've all grown up. We grew up in a time where we either didn't know any better or, well, yeah, we just didn't know better. Well, we really. didn't
0: understand what those words meant in the adult context of mm-hmm. them. We understood what they, what they meant to each other as kids, like... If I called you gay, yeah. If I said gay you were, was just
1: gay was stupid or yeah.
0: lame or
1: dumb, and in all honesty, that literally that retarded mm-hmm. um, the f word, yeah. All of those were basically just stupid. Yes. that's stupid. But
0: then you understand as an adult that when you say those words and you mean those things by saying them, you are associating people with those mm-hmm. traits. If you say, if I say Chris, you're gay, is a way of saying he's dumb that I'm kind of insinuating that gay people are dumb. Yeah,
1: which is why, you know, you don't do that. Yeah. uh
0: So, that's your language lesson for
1: today. Don't say those things here.
0: The more you know. Can we get a rainbow across the screen? I <laughs> get okay, the, the little... Yeah,
1: yes. Imagination. There's a... There's a Funko Pop of that. Imagination's really? They basically made pops out of the memes. Oh, man. Almost all the memes. Um... Or they did vinyl figures too, not just Funko things. Uh, mm-hmm. Like they have the um, Caveman SpongeBob, Kebob oh, wow. mm-hmm. Rock Pants, or whatever. I don't know what his name yes. is. Um,
0: I'm gonna have to go through Amazon and start digging up the, all these pops. I want. I haven't bought a pop in literally years at this point.
1: You don't need them.
0: The thing is, is I don't. It's one of those things where I li- I fully acknowledge that I live in a world that is driven by consumerism. And none of these things are going to be useful or essential to be in my life but they bring a little bit of that extra like oh i can enjoy things because i bought a thing that i like now yeah
1: well you also and we've talked about the fact that you are a inbox collector yes not only because it, to you you like it to keep it like inbox and make sure it's okay but also because you don't know what they are because i am when definitely out of afraid
0: boxes. that i will suffer from alzheimers in the future and forget yeah, be everything like, about my Oh life.
1: man, uh, uh, guy with a mug shaped head in a straw. I don't, he was cool and i liked him when i was a kid. Yeah. And that'll be me <laughs> at 70 when i have been diagnosed that'll
0: with be alzheimers. That'll be you next week.
1: <laughs> uh- <laughs> I feel like holes have been poked in my brain i always have the worst time if i am trying to remember someone's name you still can't read you need glasses try these does these help
0: no, we already tried your glasses old man. Really also my don't... glasses
1: are currently broken
0: yeah they're terrible
1: well they're not terrible for me you just have a different prescription than me and that just makes them tiny the best replacement for saying
0: those is to say something is aids nobody <laughs> yeah. likes aids
1: Oh, I'm just drinking water.
0: I guess nobody likes AIDS. I say I guess because... No, nope, I'm pretty sure everybody hates AIDS. There's a very dark story I have for you on No.
1: Nope. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. No. I had a friend who said if he had AIDS, he would only he would go out and continue to have a lot of sex with people that had AIDS, and then we had to tell him about the fact that not all AIDS are the same AIDS. Yeah. That you were, it would make it even worse. And he's like, well, shit, who am I gonna fuck?
0: (laughs) Well, there is a very small, extreme community of people who are HIV and AIDS positive who seek to purposefully spread that. Yeah, we're talking about
1: good, (laughs) good. They're an AIDS to the AIDS.
0: I'm spreading awareness of this.
1: Um, I mean, I saw somebody that had a shirt. What? I
0: don't know. I saw you swat a fly. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, I, I saw somebody the other day had a shirt that said I want to give cancer cancer. Hmm.
0: Um, yeah, it usually ends up very poorly. For, and I'm like <laughs> for the patient.
1: Well, no, no, I want to give like yes. it was like a fuck t- cancer shirt, yes. but I'm like no,
0: don't don't that's don't it, phrase it in that way.
1: Like I I would rather wear a shirt that said I want to punch cancer in the dick or something like that. Because um, fuck cancer. Yeah, fuck cancer. Right. If, if cancer was a physical being <laughs> punched cancer in the dick.
0: Now we know we all hate cancer and We AIDS. all hate
1: cancer and AIDS, <laughs> except for subsects of people that are
0: really, really bad. Yeah. Just leave it at that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, what did I do this week?
1: So, Nate, what have you been playing? <laughs> you know, fuck it, I'm gonna, uh... I'm going to, I'm going to, I, all I've played, that's a lie, I just played something else today, but all mm-hmm. I've been playing is, um, oh, my mind's blanking, this is what I was starting to say, <laughs> when I'm trying to remember something, my yes. mind is blank, if okay. somebody is like, what is the person that did this and that thing that one time, I'm like, blah blah blah, Can of course,
0: you describe details, um,
1: it's Link's Awakening, oh. I knew exactly <laughs> what it was, my mind just did not want to get there, um, yeah, I, uh, picked up. Links. I Actually, when you all bought um, Gears 5 mm-hmm. Not Gears 5, sorry uh, Borderlands 3 yeah. When everybody else was like, oh, I'm buying Borderlands 3 I'm like, I am pre-ordering my digital copy <laughs> of, of Link's, Link's Awakening Because I don't want to forget about it And not be able to play it Or not be able to afford it or whatever um, mm-hmm. I fucking love that game Yeah. So I have, in total Only ever beaten Four Legend of Zelda games I have beaten one Legend of Zelda game. Wait. <laughs> four. Either four or five. And the thing about beating a Zelda game is it means different not a Not 100%! Because fuck that. I mean, I got I rolled credits. I have rolled okay. credits on four, possibly five. I've done that
0: to a single Zelda game, and that's because Breath of the Wild is such a fantastic game.
1: Yeah, Breath of the Wild is actually the e- one of the easiest ones, yeah. too. Um, well,
0: it is pretty easy. And the other thing is, I wouldn't care if that game was Zelda or something entirely yeah. different. <clears throat> uh,
1: so yeah, I have beaten... Breath of the Wild, Minish Cap, which mm-hmm. nobody ever fucking talks about. <laughs> no. I love that game. Um,
0: Minish Cap is kind of a cult classic amongst Zelda. Wind Waker,
1: fans. but not the original Wind Waker, only Wind Waker HD. Uh, because, fuck. Sailing in the original Wind Waker. I
0: remember playing the original Wind Waker when my brother had a GameCube, and I loved every minute of it. But it was also just way too much game so much. for me. When they, I was also, like, they, they, they also
1: <laughs> like condensed. I think you had to collect seven different pieces of the Triforce, mm-hmm. and then in the new one, it's like it's like three. Uh, they're like we're this that's it, why it's
0: called the trifle. yes yeah.
1: well i mean they they it was like hey we're cutting content and nobody was like how dare you it was like oh fuck thank god we're not <laughs> swimming from here to here to here to here um
0: oh
1: man yeah it i love i love wind waker i love the look of wind waker and then i love the hd version of wind waker mm-hmm. because they it was nothing but um I love it. Made it. It made things simplified. I
0: I loved it specifically because of how many people it upset when it was first announced.
1: Well, it's because it's that's one hundred percent Nintendo's fault because they showed off this weird three D futuristic looking Zelda promo, and then they're like, "And here's the Zelda that we were getting on GameCube," (laughs) and I'm like, (laughs) "Okay, cool." (laughs) I mean I was
0: too the thing is so many people were like oh it's cartoony and so it's for kids it was a time when cell shading was. people had this idea behind (laughs) cell shading that if it was a cell shaded game it was for children
1: which makes no sense to me because when I think cell shaded games I think of not children games well here's the
0: thing about just things that look like they are for children versus being what they actually are if we take shows like Steven Universe or even My Little Pony or just cartoons in general Especially cartoons that have come out in, I guess, the generation. We'll be here for at
1: least an hour. Yeah. Usually we end up going around two.
0: Gotcha. The generation of the aughts. We take cartoons from that era, right? The Adventure Time and all that stuff like that. Yes, the cartoons are marketed towards children. They are vehicles.
1: A lot of them are vehicles
0: primarily to sell toys to kids.
1: Well, that's the weirdest thing mm -hmm. to me. Adventure Time Mm -hmm. had some. Yeah. Steven Universe barely had Steven has any. Universe
0: had n- almost none.
1: Like regular show. My in... Little Pony, of course, being yeah, hatched. We're, we're, <laughs> we're ignoring that one. Because that one was a. Peace. Um, that one was a. This was a, a toy mm-hmm. made into a show to sell toys like all those that like He Man, yeah. uh, She Ra, all that. But if you look at the majority of the Cartoon Network shows, mm-hmm. they were just straight up here are cartoons. Yeah. With, like we said, Adventure Time. Uh, mm-hmm even going back to like Chowder and um, oh, yeah. what was Flapjack. Flapjack none of that was selling toys
0: no but the thing is Which, the fact that Adventure Time was... lasted this long the
1: shows the shows are marketed
0: towards kids they're put on kids networks but when you have adults who sit down and watch these shows and like we do do in-depth critical analysis of their themes and messages.
1: Or just cry a lot watching cartoons.
0: Yes, I mean, I've <laughs> recently started watching the YouTube channel Wisecrack, which does a lot of philosophy oh, of I like and them. the meaning behind yeah. videos. So I've watched that stuff, and it's it gets you thinking about why you watch the things you watch and what messages mm-hmm. those things are trying to communicate to you. Like, you could take movies like Suicide Squad, as example, is just edge porn because that's what they put on screen. I'm not saying that it's a good movie, but they do explain what they were trying to do with that movie.
1: Yeah, they also play half the movie halfway through the movie.
0: Yeah. Well, this is what happens when you have your entire film reshot by a company that just makes trailers.
1: They literally, (laughs) literally, at one point just say, this is what just happened. Let's show you exactly what you just saw, except for like five, six seconds of different footage. Yeah.
0: Well, that, I told you know, Kim about that and she was like that's fucking the narrative became wow. real generic real fast evil lady wants to sh- destroy the world with a big glowy machine while yeah. dancing yeah while well, fucking belly dancing <laughs>
1: uh, I will say she's got a new thing Cara Devonier. yeah um, that everybody seems to be really enjoying mm-hmm. um, Carnival Row with Orlando Bloom Kim and I watched the first episode and she was like you can watch this if you want and I'm like yeah I'm good it has a cool idea but it just is not it didn't pull me in
0: that's something we deal with a lot great ideas that are executed poorly
1: the Um, dc cinematic universe
0: yeah that entire thing
1: except for shazam Hmm. Uh, okay all of shazam part the most yeah all of shazam most of wonder woman Mm-hmm. half of Aquaman in like the last 15 minutes of Justice League yeah. had been good. <laughs> I, mean, I
0: watched Cracks' whole What Went Wrong series on pretty much every DCEU movie. I don't
1: anymore. even want to fucking, people still hounding, hounding DC for the fucking well, Snyder cut.
0: These videos were launched pretty much right after the movies had mm-hmm. been like available to the public on things like DVD and Blu-ray. And Digital streaming. A sense. I mean, to sum it all up, the problem with DCEU is Zack Snyder in particular. He wants to do these dark, gritty things, and he thinks that counts as adding meaning to films. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't. It is hard boiling stuff that doesn't need to be hard boiled. You don't have to hard boil Superman as a character, especially when you're already going to do, we know that they had in works a Batman movie. That's your hard boiled character. That's supposed to be the gritty, dark story. And Superman can <laughs>
1: be dark and serious. But yeah. not all the time. But
0: he's not supposed to be mopey and not supposed to be questioning whether or not he wants to be a superhero in the first place. <laughs> he
1: has... and th- that's, that's the one thing I will give. Superman does have those moments in his life. In mm-hmm. the comics, multiple times. I mean, there's a time... There's a recent... Semi-recently, where he basically is like, Hey, I'm gonna be... I'm gonna stop and, like, go explore. Kind of thing. Um, yeah. But, like, overall... He, even though when he, even though he has those emotional moments they're not uh, I'm going to kill people to make <laughs> myself feel better. Or, oh, I just killed the, someone. The the worst part of Man of Steel is when
0: um his dad dies, not Jor-El, but his human
1: Yeah, yeah, dad yeah, yeah. Dies. Jonathan.
0: Because Jonathan Kent the way that the scene plays out is it's a theme in the beginning of the movie where he doesn't want to expose that he has superpowers to everybody else because his, basically Jonathan is like you have no idea how they'll react. It'll cause panic. It'll mm-hmm. cause hysteria. All kinds of stuff. You know, people will hate you because you are pretty much all powerful in their yeah. eyes. Um,
1: if you wanted to, he could rule the world. And the we entire
0: know that. reason he dies though is because he tells Clark not to save him, and for no apparent reason, there's like maybe twenty people around them. Clark holds back yeah. and doesn't save him. But the thing is, is Clark is not the one who feels guilty about this by the end of the movie. You as the audience are supposed to feel guilty because you're supposed to put yourself in the shoes of those people and it just didn't work as a theme because now, we don't care. If you take
1: the version where Jonathan's is, Jonathan dies in Smallville, mm-hmm. they do it so much better yeah. because it isn't just, oh, I can't show off that I have powers. Mm-hmm. Clark is given a choice. Clark mm-hmm. has to choose to either save Lana or Jonathan. Yeah. And initially, he saves Lana. Mm-hmm. There's time travel shit. Whatever. Gotcha. Um, But then he ends up... Yeah. Jonathan dies. I mean, that's, sad. That's, Fuck, man. That hit me. That's, that's,
0: that's fine if you present your character. That's the problem with Man of Steel, is Superman, in the movie, has no agency of his own. In Smallville, you have a Superman with the ability to make a choice. And that choice is motivated by things that have led up to that Yeah, and that's the
1: one thing we have Mm -hmm. built up, not only Clark's character, but also Jonathan's character and what he is and who he is and what he means in this universe. That's the
0: problem with Zack Snyder's movies, is none of the characters, everyone has talked to death about Marvel versus DC and how they're doing movies. In Marvel movies, characters have agency. They aren't strictly led along by the plot. Iron Man doesn't take on Peter Parker as a protege because it demands that he does Mm -hmm. he does it because he sees part of himself in Parker and wants to protect him from making the same mistakes Tony did in movies like Suicide Squad you have this whole theme behind Harley Quinn wanting to find the Joker and then later she's supposed to have this supposed moment of liberation which is a retcon in the ending anyway when Joker saves her from prison So, she has no real agency. Her entire character is driven by the plot. She does things because the plot demands Do they? I haven't watched
1: the video. Do they touch on the fact that the entire Joker storyline in that movie can be removed and nothing changes? Oh, yeah. Because he's there as set dressing is
0: the problem. He's there as, he's not even there as a secondary antagonist, really. Mm -mm. He's there to do one thing, he barely does it, ultimately fails at it.
1: They really turned They basically make him and, um, scarecrow in the subs, in any of the Batman trilogy after the first one, oh yeah, the, the Christopher, uh, Nolan, Christopher Nolan, Nolan ones. Because hey, guess what? He's still doing things, being a bad guy, but he's like being a bad guy and getting matter. caught right away. And that
0: was that was the most wasted villain of that trilogy because Scarecrow could have done so much more. I right? love Killian Murphy though; he's cool. Yeah, it's just that idea that you can distinguish between, and this happens in any piece of media. You can distinguish between a good piece and a bad piece, even if that piece is not the highest quality, by how much agency characters exercise in that narrative, are they able to make a choice, and does that choice make sense in the narrative? That's the key. And that's why Gears of War 5 sucks so bad. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My mind just went like, This started with me talking about Link's Awakening, and then we talked about different Link's Legend of Zelda games, and then animation style, and then we're like, this makes people think of kids, and then we completely got off topic and came over to this. Uh, Basically, DCU needs to be rebooted. yeah. Start over from scratch, and my pitch, oh, damn it, do you want to cast the DC Cinematic Universe the right way? Uh, sure this has I don't been a know topic the names of actors i wanted to do so like for 90% a year.
0: 90% of these people are going to end up as samuel jackson but
1: <laughs> it's okay uh, there was somebody that it was like every everybody was bernie mac um, <laughs> rest in peace yes. yeah okay well, i'm like i think bernie mac start does. with we got to start with a big character though. because you know what Let's pretend that they are doing this. They mm-hmm. are rebooting the entire universe. And we're starting with Robert Pattinson's Batman movie as the kickoff of the new DCU. Okay. Well. I am accepting it. I want to see what he can do. He is actually outside of what we know of fucking. He's outside of his comfort zone as an actor. I no, understand. no, no. I'm talking about just that it's. Twilight happened. Ignore mm-hmm. Twilight. He has done all of these more serious roles that is very different, and he's mm-hmm. actually shown acting chops that I've heard nothing but great things about. Yeah. So, I'm like, give it to him.
0: Well, Only because
1: we remember people still had the whole thing. is like, oh, Michael Keaton's playing Batman. Oh, what's his place? is playing Joker. The Heath thing Roger. is,
0: here's the thing, though. For me, I think the the initial backlash for me and a lot of people was just how Robert Pattinson looks. Whether it be in person or on screen. Bruce Wayne as he's been depicted in comics and movies, is the typical attractive, tall, muscular guy. Robert Pattinson on screen doesn't portray that to me. He portrays a guy who is approaching his 30s who, for some reason, still looks like a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, he's 33. Yeah. Oh, well, not approaching his 30s, then. In his 30s, he still looks like a teenager. His face is very, in my opinion, gaunt. He's looking. angular. Yeah. He's
1: got a very angular face.
0: But it's like, I expect a square chin on my Batman, that kind I of like, stuff. I like,
1: I see, I think it looks
0: good. Well, I'm also pretty much a fan of the way Mark Miller draws guys in comics,
1: which Uh-oh. basically their
0: heads are squares, so.
1: So I've been a fan of the more recent stuff with, um, <laughs> fuck my mind is blanking on who's been drawing Batman for a while, uh, wait, you said who? Mark Miller. Okay, Snyder. I think it's Jack Snyder. Snyder. Okay. Is it Scott Snyder? I've got lots of Batman. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Snyder doesn't draw. He's the writer. He's the writer. Jock, maybe? Oh, no. This is all drawn different because it's a different series. God damn it. There's <laughs> too many fucking Batman move- books. <laughs> Batman, Spider-Man. I read too many of them. So well, what's going on? I will accept... We're podcasting.
0: Here's the thing. is As much as I am not thrilled about the idea of Pattinson playing Batman. I am curious enough to see what happens.
1: So have you seen the most recent rumor? No. Uh, supposedly, Riddler is mm-hmm. going to be a villain in the Batman movie. And the name that's going around right now is Jonah Hill. Really? Yeah. So when it was originally announced, or when the rumor originally started was, hey, Jonah Hill's going to play a villain in the Batman movie, everybody was like, Penguin. Jonah Hill's not super fat anymore. No. He's down quite he, a bit. He, Yeah, he's still got a little bit. I'm like, hey, whatever. I also have to admit, looking at him, his face—it's still like I—I'd w- be okay with him being the thing um, is,
0: is I've, the Riddler is kind of a weird. Well, I should say Jonah Hill is a weird choice for the Riddler because I've never seen him play in a like a hyper intelligent character.
1: Yeah, the closest to it was his character in um, Wolf of Wall Street. I'd say, yeah. Uh, and I fucking hate that movie, so that's a bad thing to, for me to even look at. Um,
0: well, that movie is everything Iran expects in a human being, so... <laughs> Wait, that's... What? It's a philosophy thing, just ignore it.
1: No, I'm like, but that isn't written, but by... what? No. Um, That's Atlas Shrugged, right? Yes. Okay.
0: Atlas Shrugged and another movie, which was very much like Wolf of Wall Street. It of, the name of it. Not guess,
1: that's right. F. Scott Fitzgerald isn't it Um yes. I read it's the a titles that, of books that I'm never going to actually read
0: <laughs> it's actually a movie that <clears throat> the guy who directs all the DC movies really wants to make
1: <laughs> wait what which book which movie
0: I forget the name. it's a book Oh, which book it's it? a book written by Ayn Rand I forget what it's called it's her other more famous book and it was turned into a movie a long long time ago and my now my mind's blanking I think Snyder, yeah, Snyder wants to make a movie out of it. Again, he's been chasing that for a while. I
1: think. So there's Atlas shrugged. Um, Fountainhead. Yeah, Fountainhead. Oh, okay, Atlas. I've heard that one. I think my brother may have read that. My brother read that stuff, and I'm like, cool, good for you. Yeah. Um, the
0: philosophy is called egoism.
1: Oh, I don't like people with egos.
0: Do I have an ego? it's not about having an ego it's about what having an ego leads you to do <laughs> it's about pursuing self-interest it's the idea that pursuing self-interest above all else ultimately benefits everybody else around you
1: yeah no mm. I'm okay with it being partially towards that yeah like go mm.
0: 50-50 but that's what Batman is actually supposed to represent in DC is oh yeah that makes sense yeah
1: mm-hmm um so who would you cast as a batman then if i was going to cast as batman i know you you don't know names so okay the thing is this is is obviously we're going if we're we're gonna let's try and stick with his age group so obviously it's a younger batman an earlier batman kind of thing
0: if we're going with a younger batman it's a hard one for me because again i don't watch live action shit yeah period um can't think of it i really don't know because there's just there's not enough see i really want to go back to batfleck because i enjoyed the older batman that they were using
1: yeah it was a cool idea but the Mm -hmm. again the problem was so the the whole philosophy thing that you were talking about with making Mm -hmm. everything darker from the wisecrack people and all to me it was never that was part of it the the Mm -hmm. darker cinematic universe for dc was an issue to me but the bigger issue for me was the fact that it's like hey we're gonna do the same thing that Marvel did but forget all the work and build up that Marvel did Mm -hmm. you didn't have two movies and then the Avengers you had five movies Hmm. right let's see we had two Iron Man Iron Man 1, Iron Man 2, Hulk even though it weirdly it still counts Uh, Captain America, Thor yeah you had five movies, and then the Avengers. You had a movie setting up... Not only do you have a movie setting up every character that's going to be in there, mm-hmm. for the most part. Hawkeye was, like, the least amount. Um, but you had multiple times where people were crossing over, little bits building here and there. And that was in a world that didn't have Disney backing yet. This was Marvel on their own being like, we could probably do this. Mm-hmm. Um are you look what you search for young uh, young <laughs> for male roach, actors.
0: young male actors is what I looked for, and I don't know any of these. Fucking
1: you people. don't know Noah Centineo. Okay. Okay. I know his Sintia face. Sintia, 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 Dylan Sprouse. I think whichever one's the <Zelopsy> Sprouse. That's we on. can do
0: another Damon Gray Damon. <laughs> who? I don't know. <laughs> Dane DeHaan. He's the guy who played fucking Green Goblin. in amazing. Uh, Island. yeah,
1: he's in. Um, Weirdly going back to Kara Delevingne or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think I don't know her name. Um, the funny, they thing were in that movie by Luc Besson.
0: Um, fucking Valerian. Yeah, he played Valerian. <laughs> the thing is, is I put them next to each other in Valerian, like they side look like by brother and sister. sister. Yeah, they look like brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah, look yeah, extremely yeah. alike.
1: That's why they like each other so much. <laughs> you look just like me. Let's fuck.
0: No, <laughs> <laughs> incest is not incest.
1: Uh, the only Wincess we talk about on this show is the Winchesters. No. No? Okay. Never mind. We don't even talk about that Winchester.
0: My brothers shouldn't fuck each other either.
1: <laughs> Man, that show is almost over. Alright. Would you be okay if...
0: I'd be okay with one of them playing.
1: Alright, I was going to say with the guy that plays Dean. My mind's blanking. Um, he's the shorter one.
0: He's the uh, shorter, more serious. So
1: he's the one that voiced um, Jason Todd red hood in the red hood animated movie okay. um and people have already been like why don't you just cast him he would love he has even talked about how much he would love to play
0: i'd have no problem with him playing batman he seems to well have he's
1: like, talking about jason todd like he wants to play jason todd. i'm jason like T- or batman. just make him batman <laughs> no,
0: i'd have no problem with him actually being batman because he's got the look he has the demeanor at least from the little bit of supernatural that i've seen and
1: he can do two he does voices too he yeah. like his growth voice that that's not him all the time the
0: thing about the batman 2 voice thing it started with the nolan trilogy yeah and i never like that at all is oh no
1: because uh, to me it's it will always be um, the animated series but it's under- the same exact voice
0: see i understand it as a disguising your identity thing mm-hmm. but as a batman is supposed to be able to strike fear in the hearts of criminals when I first heard that voice from Christian Bale you and the way he looked in the bat suit.
1: Yeah, I laughed because I'm like this is ridiculous. The problem was Christian Bale couldn't keep up an American accent as Batman voice. Well, he could, That's why you he have can't keep that up an like American
0: accent in every fucking movie. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but like that that I think is part of why it always sounded so like wet.
0: Yeah. Well, it sounded that way I his face looked like it was crushed inside the <laughs> Batman cowl. Where is she? And on top of that, it was just the way the voice sounded came off as trying way too hard to be scary.
1: Well, they they kept the two voice thing for
0: for the DC extended yeah,
1: um, but they made it more modulated, right? Yes, they made. And it, I like I actually kind of like that. They actually
0: made it a modulation of Ben Affleck's voice, and yeah. they kind of just gave him the stage direction of try to sound as scary as you possibly like. You were talking to somebody you wanted to fight, like try to sound like I, that, just, <laughs> and it worked. Oh, until well. somebody
1: says Martha and then start crying.
0: Yeah. Fucking worst Deus Ex in cinematic history. I've had
1: somebody try and defend that scene to me.
0: No. If you're going to give me a Deus Ex, at least make it halfway believable.
1: (laughs) Like having a... I I can't think of any right now.
0: I don't know, but... Deus
1: Ex Dewey? I would
0: have no problem with him playing Batman.
1: Dewey ex Machina. That's what it was called. The weird thing (laughs) is
0: if I was going to cast... If it wasn't to cast villains, like you talk about Jonah Hill being the Riddler. If it wasn't going to cast the Riddler, Jesse Eisenberg doesn't need to be Lex Luthor. I'd cast him as the Riddler.
1: Oh, I don't want to see Jesse Eisenberg in another, another, another movie ever. <laughs> I don't think he's a good actor. I've never seen a single thing and been like, you well, were great.
0: The thing is, I think he'd be fine as a Riddler because I think he's not acting when he's on screen. I think he's just being himself, which is this pretentious douchebag.
1: But, like, so... And this is part of the reason why I don't like the Zombieland movies. I know you, because you are you a fan. I am. I know Dave was. I I I hate him. Dave is a fan of Zombieland movies for a very different reason. Emma, <laughs> Emma, Emma uh, what's em- her face. Well,
0: she's part of it. Oh, okay. But Dave watches movies as pure entertainment. He doesn't do the deep dives like I like to do. I am. They getting... are pure entertainment
1: popcorn flicks for him. Hello, Dunklin, 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 Donkey. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Fuck man! If we had Donkey just popping up, one congratulations on the marriage. Yeah. Um. Did you see that video? Yeah. It was adorable. It was. Uh, I was half expecting him to do something. I stupid was expecting enough. him to just troll his own marriage. <laughs> no. Um. Wait, Duncan and I think I've seen that name before. Probably during Mario Brothers. Um. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh yeah. Okay. So. H.S.E. Jesse Eisenberg yeah I hate woody harrelson really yeah 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 uh the was it breslin is that the girl the younger one i believe so um and emma stone mm-hmm. i'm okay with oh we are every sat every other every other saturday every other saturday okay hello <laughs> do you see the name can't. Okay. it's just show me tits <laughs> show me tits it's got a bunch of s's on it i for a second i so read it and i thought it was i thought it was like an alternate account that lou made but he <laughs> would it would have been show show me your dicks yeah. um so yeah every other saturday we stream our podcast uh if you don't make it for the stream we put the video on youtube or stop <laughs> open 24 hours um or you can listen to the audio-only version on podcast services <laughs> around the globe. Stop. Stop showing the tits. I want to know who Show me tits. Is do, do you want? Don't. <laughs> Nate saw earlier. I changed my shirt over there. If you were here for the beginning of the podcast, I had a green shirt.
0: I got to edit the video, so we just put two big demonetization logos over your boobs. Now he's.
1: Oh no no he's into the ladies man. Oh deep talk oh man that's a bad idea I came here for deep talk <laughs> <laughs> it might change when the shirts come off <laughs> <laughs> oh god
0: um so Land is what you're talking about yeah yeah Do yeah, yeah. don't like
1: land. the movie itself the story mm-hmm. itself I've seen a lot of zombie movies um well, over, overall I enjoy it
0: because the story is about something
1: getting twinkies
0: <sighs> no actually on a surface level, yes, but on a deeper level, no.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I have that, but no, like you said, where Dave watches things for ent- only purely entertainment, I am getting to the point that uh, I just there are certain movies I go in expecting more mm-hmm. than just pure entertainment. Like I saw a couple of movies recently. Kim and I went to see Downton Abbey movie mm-hmm. because we love the series they basically made an entire season of the show into a two hour long movie or two and a half hour long movie whatever i don't remember how long it was um loved it Mm -hmm. fucking great end to the series um went to see ad astra i thought it was a fantastic movie beautiful movie um not something i would recommend to everybody because it is a very slow paced kind of story it isn't Action-y, because in the trailer there's like that sh- scene in the moon on the moon where they're like shooting laser guns at each other. That's literally the only action scene in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not set up like, oh, he's being under attack because they're trying to stop him from his mission. No, no. This is the future where the moon has a base, Mars has a base, all that kind of stuff the moon base has... There, there are pirates on the moon. They stay in areas on the moon. Moon pirates. Yeah. But, like, it's it makes sense. Like, yeah. it, in any situations, like, oh, hey, people are trying to steal this caravan. Oh, they might have supplies. Whatever. Um, that's literally the, the only action thing in it. The rest of that's the movie true. is very... It, it's slow and... and mm-hmm. not I don't know how to describe it, except beautiful.
0: No, it's just slower paced, and um, the movie presents you with if you're saying it's if you're saying it's very beautiful essentially what they're working on throughout the movie the cinematographers at least are focused on things yeah. like shot composition
1: and it's one of those things where even you know how in some shows you're like, or some movies you're like okay I understand you're showing travel or you're showing the passage of time but you mm-hmm. could have cut something out Lord those, of the Rings fuck that movie <laughs> uh, that movie when it is doing that kind of thing where it's just him sitting there or you just seeing the outside of something I was just in awe watching it. I'm like, this is just great. Because I saw it in um, Dolby, too. So, you know, go, oh, you're in space, so obviously the, the black part of the screen looks black. Yeah. Um, looks. I fucking hate that the screen's still on, or the projector's still on. Well,
0: I like, I hate when they show you the vision of the movie screen, and it's like, the blackest black yeah. on the right side, and the left side is like dull gray, and it's like, it's only dull gray because someone turned something? up the fucking hue. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> oh, so we have two questions. Uh, do you think zombies are possible? Yes. 100% zombies are possible. Do I think Not only zombies... that, zombies technically exist in the in the animal universe.
0: Do I think zombies are possible? Yes. Do I think they're probable? Not
1: really. Okay. <laughs> and what is the purpose of life? To prevent zombies.
0: Life doesn't have a purpose. No. That's the basis of to nihilism. To prevent
1: zombies. Sure. That is our life purpose. That is the purpose of life. Also, if you see an egg thing... Do not hover your face over it when you're on another planet. Stare
0: directly into the hole. Uh,
1: Also, (laughs) if you hear, um, screaming, run the other way. What are other horror tropes? Oh, when something is falling towards you or rolling towards you, don't run away from it. Run to the left or right. Yeah. Literally either direction. Much better. The Prometheus (laughs) school of running away. (laughs) Um... Oh, uh if somebody asks if you want to play a game, just just kill yourself. Just accept it. If someone <laughs> sends you a videotape
0: and says that you will die in 7 days after watching said videotape. No,
1: just don't watch videotapes. Who has a VCR? <laughs> it's 2019.
0: <laughs> if you're watching v-
1: VHS, you probably deserve to die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, she turns it into an email at the end of it, doesn't she? I think so. I hate that movie. Um, We watched it, it was at my friend's birthday party, and we watched it, and when it stopped. We turned it off and the TV automatically shifted over to a different channel and the channel was just static which if you've seen the movie mm-hmm. is how the tape begins <laughs> that gives you the whole seven days. Yes. Uh, and everybody in the party was like yeah! we were, were in middle school and it was mostly yes. girls.
0: If you find a creepy house in the middle of the woods
1: just burn it down.
0: Go the other. Don't
1: don't do anything. No, go don't the other anything. direction. Go the other. Leave. Don't go into it. <laughs> oh, if you receive a distress signal from a spaceship while you're traveling, don't investigate. Just just blow the motherfucker call the up. authorities. Maybe call space that government. That fucking happens in this movie. Really? Yeah. God. Then guy gets his face eaten
0: out by goddamn space monkey. That is the entire reason Dead Space starts. <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> There is a line in uh, in so uh, logic one of his albums, because he has a couple where it's like a big story arc kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a, a skit on it where it's like we're receiving a distress signal and it's like we need you to check it out. And It's like okay, yeah, yeah, cool. And because it's it's uh, Steve Bloom Bloom Blum, I always forget how to say Blum, that. Um, and I can't remember who the guy the other guy is, but it's obviously white guy black guy, and the black guy's like fuck you white white people why you got to do that kind of <laughs> this is why you die kind of shit and then they listen to the the um the, the recording and they're like yeah no we're not doing this <laughs> <laughs> it's like command we're not going to investigate cuz the whole point the whole story of that is they're trying to find a new earth basically mm-hmm. to restart humanity um
0: so many sci-fi movies deal with that Fucking Titan A. a Titan One little lost
1: in space. Fucking Mm, oh yeah, the original Lost in Space. Even
0: yeah, it's it's all And the new 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 Lost in Space. Fucking Avatar is based on that entire thing. Mm -mm. uh. well no, it's not fighting. It's about digging up (laughs) rocks. It's
1: called trash and stealing ideas from better movies.
0: It is. It's dancing with wolves in space.
1: It's dancing with wolves, Pocahontas, and Fern Gully in space. Yeah, there was another one.
0: I don't know. Hair sex. (laughs)
1: Dan- <laughs> Dancing with Wolves is, is a really good movie actually it is it's a, it's I don't know if movie. it holds up it's been a long time since I it. I don't it,
0: think really. it holds up but it was an inspiration for a lot of post-western
1: modern films so who are you casting as the Riddler? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man <laughs> This is why our podcasts take two hours. We just No, fucking, I'm okay with this kind of conversation. We take a branch and we fucking run that shit as far as it goes. <laughs> yep. Um, who am I casting as a red th- Because I thought you had an idea. That's I, where I this all started. One. I'm sorry,
1: that was an hour ago. I said Jesse Eisenberg, but you said you hate Jesse oh, Eisenberg. Oh, well, that's right. That's how that started. <laughs> I do hate Jesse Eisenberg. Um... This reminds me of the whole fucking
0: game, Grumps, trying to Can find out somebody... who the actor in the social network was. <laughs> motherfucking.
1: <laughs> motherfucking Jesse Osberg. Fuck! <laughs> Winkle Boss Twins. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name right now, and it's really fucking bugging me. Joaquin Phoenix is. Who? Riddler?
0: i mean he's already doing his own solo joker joker doesn't count
1: because it's not part of the same universe which is even more confusing but i'm actually i got tickets to see that the thing is is,
0: is i'm excited for that in the same way i'm i was excited for other sort of movies that were
1: separated hold on i gotta take a second dead rabbits it says dead rabbits 99 did you pick that for a fun number or were you born in 99
0: or did you kill 99 rabbits?
1: Oh, or did you raise 99 rabbits?
0: And then they all died.
1: Oh, no, I meant like they were dead and he zombified 99 rabbits. Okay. Oh, if so, we've lost the He's purpose a necro- of life.
0: He's a necromancer that can only revive rabbits.
1: Fun number. All right, thank you. I got scared because old.
0: Well, you know kids is born in 99. Shut up! 18 now. <laughs> Shut up!
1: They're not 18 now. Yeah, they are. They're 20. Oh, shit. Yeah! People in, that were born in 99 get to drink next year.
0: That's it. The rest of this podcast now dedicated to discussing how to invent a time machine.
1: No, don't invent time travel, because then we're fucked. <laughs> and if the, it depends on what rules we're following. Are we going Back to the Future, Doctor Who, which has like eight different fucking versions.
0: The rules uh, are, is I go back and I tell my younger stuff self to not be dumb and get a real degree. And I grow up to be a successful and productive member of society.
1: No, I mean, just a a member of society. We live in a society. Mm -hmm. Joker, 2019. 2019! (laughs) Uh, I'm pretty sure, the isn't it next year? When is the election? When do we get a new president? Please? (laughs) You keep saying,
0: when do we get a new president? That is a major assumption.
1: Please? (laughs) We're not going to get into politics, but wow, the shit that's happening right now.
0: Sorry, I've got a write and vote already. Is it for Donald Duck? <laughs> piece of tri- toast at this point. Piece of, I like toast. A piece of dry toast. Dry whole
1: wheat toast. I like whole wheat. What's wrong with whole wheat? Everything. There's nothing wrong with whole wheat. Well, you like white bread? Yes. Racist. Breadist. Breadist.
0: <laughs> the funniest thing is the grocery
1: store, it's a giant. What about store. rye? I love rye. Okay.
0: But the grocery <laughs> store near me sells this brand of bread called Dave's Bread. And it's supposed to be like... Kim gets that shit. Yeah. The funny thing is the bread I like from him the most, and I got it so I can make pe- peanut butter and jelly sandwiches at home when I need to eat something real quick. It is called White Bread Done Right. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> that is the label on the bread, and I have it in my fridge, and it says white bread done right. You, wait, you put your bread in the fridge? <laughs> don't ask. It's a whole thing with the two people I happen to live with who believe in freezing your bread because you aren't going to use it for a while.
1: Well, we freeze our bread if we get, like, two loaves.
0: Well, and then putting it in the fridge for some reason because that I helps it supposedly it. last longer, which it doesn't because it has moisture your yeah. bread, and moisture breeds mold. You keep your bread in a fucking bread box next to something that's dehumidifying.
1: Or in the microwave.
0: I swear, I'm gonna keep my bread in microwave one day. I'm gonna microwave my fucking bread.
1: <laughs> my my, uh, my aunt keeps her. Like she keeps things in her oven. Not like not like yeah. metal things, but like packages of, of food don't. and everything. Because she doesn't use it, she does not touch it. Gotcha. And in my head, I'm like, I feel like that's a bad idea. But I also know that she is smart enough. Like, cause she, you've met my aunt Hazel, I think maybe once. Yeah. Uh, she's in her nineties and she's still there enough to be like like she's not in any way like that
2: mm-hmm.
1: she is she she's as going up there as every other member of us our <laughs> family is um but it is seriously one of those things where it's just like i just it feels weird to me but then i also my dad has a dishwasher that he's never used as a dishwasher it's just storage Because he hand washes everything. And I'm like, why do you have technology if you're not
0: going to use technology? So now we know things about Chris's family. Who would you cast as the Riddler?
1: Oh, um, Jesse Eisenberg. (laughs) (laughs) you come full circle. Um, no, I... I wouldn't do the Riddler. Yeah. Yes? Yes. Sorry, they just said Aunt Hazel. Okay. Riddler potential. Oh, God. No. Your Aunt Hazel is a Riddler. <laughs> She'd be terrifying. <laughs> well, that's good. She's a smart woman. She, well yeah. I'd make her granny goodness. Because that's a villain. Yeah, it yeah, is.
0: Yeah. Grandma's going to have
1: to lift some, but your aunt. That's the yeah, aunt. 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 Do you aunt say, aunt. all right, do you say aunt or aunt? Say both. Okay. Do you? How do you say O-Y-L. Oil. All right. How do you say O-Y-S-T-E-R? Oyster. Okay. I say oyster.
0: Oyster. Oyster, yeah. It's Kim hates so it. So wrong. <laughs> I don't
1: know why I say oyster. Um, If she heard me, she'd be like, stop saying it that way. Uh, <clears throat> W-A-T-E-R. Water. Right. W-A-S-H. Wash. Wash. You put the R. Yay, <laughs> we put the R. I'm from Baltimore. <clears throat> George <Can't> Washington. <laughs> I I got less score on a spelling test because I spelled wash I've with never an R. spelled it with an
0: R, but... Well, I, I didn't it know an when an I was a kid
1: because I said wash. Well, it's part of being from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've never understood the ool. I say oil. Yeah, i never understood um, that either. Do you say caramel or car- caramel? I
0: always say caramel. Yeah.
1: Um, I almost said almond, and, I'm and like, no. Thing, is, oh, i no, oh no, I've heard almond and almond.
0: I have to strain my mouth to that's actually fucking say, stupid. to say the word Baltimore now. Baltimore.
1: Yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> I, Baltimore. the only time anybody's ever actually been like, oh, you must be from Baltimore, was when I said, is when I say Warsh. Everything else, they're like, you don't sound like you're from here. I'm like, what? What are you talking about?
0: Just was thing, I had a guy who I was driving for Lyft once. I took a turn on a street that you're technically not supposed to take a turn on, and I did it because I missed a little offshoot before it that you're supposed to
1: use. You got pulled over.
0: I didn't get pulled over, but he says, Oh, I can tell you're not from Baltimore. The thing is, is he was foreign. <laughs> and so... <laughs> he's like, I can tell you're not from Baltimore, buddy. And he keeps going on and on about this until I finally take him to a spot.
1: And then as he gets out, was like, Hey, fuck you, I'm from here. Yeah.
0: No, I, I let him out, but I was like... I have taught people the very unique language of Balmerese several times (laughs) it's not just a fun thing to see how they react when you speak completely incomprehensibly
1: (laughs) yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: cat got yelled at i guess um anyway so link's awakening (laughs) we're back to that now i feel like i just want to talk about it real quick okay it's fantastic remake did you ever play the original Some of it, So the original Link's Awakening is like a fever dream of a Zelda game. It is. Because there are Goombas, there are evil Kirbys.
0: Link's Awakening was the one after the original Legend of Zelda, right?
1: No. Uh, So it goes... Original Legend of Zelda, Link's... Link to the Past? No, um, Link's Adventure, which is the side-scrolling one. Oh. Which... I've been told by some people it's actually really good. I mm. think it's bad, but that's also because I think it changes way too much. It it takes too much away from mm-hmm. the Zelda game. Um, that's cool. the, that other dimension. I need that, I guess not other well, dimension, but the It wasn't
0: really the dimension. It was A, the perspective, and B, when you change that perspective, it changes the way the game plays mechanically, but also... It also looks like
1: he's jerking his dick the entire time. Because <laughs> he holds his sword down there. Yes, but the, the original, sword.
0: The original Zelda... Was a game about exploring, mm-hmm. which is why people enjoy Breath of the Wild so much. It was a Fuck go anywhere, God. do anywhere you want, do it, anything. Like, took you the want original to
1: idea and it was like, "Hey, fucking well, literally anything." It can be took
0: not. the reins off of previous Zelda games where you were always hampered by something from exploring. Yeah. If you played, everyone cites Ocarina of Time because it's the game that time. most of us.
1: It's okay. Ocarina Past of is time technically the time. <laughs>
0: yes, Ocarina of Time, because. It was the game we all grew up with, and it brought Zelda into the realm of three D gaming yeah. and stuff like that. But there are so many restrictions to where you can go and what you can do, and what specific times you're able to do it in that game.
1: Well, that is one of the games that introduced Z targeting, and Z targeting yeah. was—it's a cool concept. But then you realize that Z targeting is basically cool. Wait, in attack. Yeah. It's always looking at your enemy in wait. Well, in attack.
0: That had to do with the the enemy design. Z-targeting was a way to fix the fact that you could not easily switch camera yeah. angles with a well, single analog single. stick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um, so yeah, it goes original Zelda, Link's Adventure. I'm pretty sure after that it then goes Link to the Past, and then this was supposed to be directly after Link to the Past. Okay. Um, it is also a Zelda game that... <sighs> Technically does and doesn't happen if you think about it for too long. Look, the Zelda timeline is so No, no, they, so, okay.
0: They wrote an entire book about it and no one still understands it. The
1: best part about that, they the original, the Zelda Hyrule Historia, the one I think I have it, I don't know if it's down here, I have it. Um, I have a Nintendo shelf down there, so I was wondering. Um, when they put out another one of those collected book kind of things, they actually had to make an addendum to the timeline. Really? Yeah, because the original one was released before Breath of the Wild. Something happened. I can't remember which game, but something affected it. They're like, oh no, this happened. Blah, 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 blah. If you want me to
0: believe there's a con- continuity between Zelda games, you have to give me something more than Link and Zelda being common. Link, Zelda, Ganon, Triforce being common in those games.
1: Ocarina and Majora's Mask. Yeah. Are- I accept those as direct connections. Yes, they are direct connections. Um, to one another.
0: They even take place in pretty much the same world.
1: I don't understand it, but supposedly... Wind Waker, Spirit Tracks, Phantom, Hourglass... Are Mm -hmm. all supposed to be within the same timeline. Yeah.
0: Um, Well, Breath of the Wild did one of my favorite things. And it's a thing that drew me to games like Oblivion so much. And even Skyrim. (laughs) Is there are these large pieces of... An ancient but lost society you get to explore with Oblivion. It was the aliens with Skyrim. It was more of the Dwemer, the dwarves. Well, in the yeah, game. in this
1: game, it was hey, this happens a hundred years after we failed to defeat Ganon. Yeah. And initially,
0: I get teased with that with that technology. The thing is, is you have to give me a jumping off point. You have to show me that there was a time before this where that technology was used by people. For something different, well, I just using want to it see for. it, kind of thing. I want um, to see it, even if I don't get to play it. I want to see it because I want to have that connection of here's an actual timeline between these games. Yeah.
1: So the reason, mm-hmm. the weirdest thing to me about Breath of the Wild is, it to me always seems like it's out of time compared to the rest of the series because yeah. timeline-wise, according to Nintendo, the first cano- canonical starting point. I believe it's still um, Skyward Sword because the people are living in mm-hmm. up in Skyloft and all that. They haven't come down to down to Hyrule, down to Hyrule and whatever. Um, whatever. <laughs> but there are in in Breath of the Wild if you because you can collect all the memories kind of thing. I don't mm-hmm. think you are required to. You're not required um, to. But if you do, you but you get do an it's cool. Extra
0: scene at the ending. Oh, that's right.
1: I got that. Right. Yeah. Is that when they're like fucking? Um, you just get a nice view of Zelda's. That's years. just in the the history, the the flashbacks anyway. There's literally a scene that it's just Zelda bent over, like sc- scooching up, looking at something because she's like sciency, and Link's just there, like
0: Link is doing science on her butt. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: what is the angular momentum of that ass? <laughs> Fibonacci sequence. I know science words.
1: Does it start at the what? Bu- uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? Oh, so yeah, when in certain cutscenes, like there's a scene where it's all of them gathered together, and she it's like the hero knighting ceremony or whatever, and she mentions things from other games Mm -hmm. like she mentions a twilight i think she mentioned something about the the sky whatever and it's kind of like bringing all of these references together into one world and it's like does all of this happen in a certain event time timeline of events or whatever Mm -hmm. or is part of zelda's abilities because Mm -hmm. she is very magical and all that she's obviously very strong she was able to contain calamity for the most part, for a hundred years. Yeah. Um, can she, after unlocking a certain level of ability, see these other timelines? Super Saiyan 3. Um, <laughs> but no, like, I... <laughs> playing that, because I'm like, okay, I accept their timeline however they want, until you try and throw that in there. Yeah. And this I is think... where I'm like, hey, make it so she knows of these other worlds yes. that have existed. I would
0: think that would be much better off than trying to establish a linear timeline between the games like they tried to do. Mm-hmm. It's almost is similar to the way Bioshock Infinite ended with this idea that there isn't just you as a character in Elizabeth, there is multiple bookers, infinite. there are multiple Elizabeths, there are infinite worlds with infinite possibilities. That, that's
1: part of why Bioshock Infinite If they did that with
0: Zelda, that would make it so much better, because then you have a connection between all the Zeldas, all the Links, all the versions of Hyrule. And like, that
1: they, to a certain extent, mm-hmm. they started building on that, where it's like, hey, Ocarina of Time, guess what? There are technically three different versions of the timeline based off of that. Mm-hmm. There's the kid ver- there's a kid's timeline, there's the adult timeline, there's the failed timeline. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, it's an adult win fail kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, that's a really cool idea, but you got to figure out a way to tie that all back together.
2: Yeah.
1: A lot of people within this game, within Breath of the Wild, are compare certain locations between Wind Waker and, um, in Breath of the Wild because mm-hmm. the world of Breath of the Wild is basically a drained out version of Wind Waker. Yeah. Um to the point that he, they even found like offset uh, what what they assume would be offset island where you mm-hmm. start the game and all that the fact that beetle exists the the shopkeeper guy yeah. to me that was when i saw that i'm like oh that's a straight up mm-hmm. that, that's just conne- 100% <laughs> connecting him because he wasn't a thing until that game and he wasn't really a thing outside of that i don't there think um
0: no, it's just well that's what i said if they went with this sort of multiple universes multiple dimensions kind of thing i think that would make zelda as a narrative structure, a lot better because then fans wouldn't have to be clamoring to find out,
1: okay, this game happened first and then this game happened second. Well, the thing is, we live in a world where Nintendo never planned that to be a thing. No, they didn't. They just kept putting out more games. But that's None the... of the... You don't look at Mario and be like, oh, yeah, he went to Galaxy but and then he went on another." Here's where
0: it's beneficial to Nintendo, though, is they can capitalize that idea on their next big Zelda project. If it's a Breath I mean, of the Wild style it's game... It's literally Breath of the Wild too. Oh, yeah. But they capitalize it on a way where... name-pending. They take that idea and then build an entire narrative in a game around that idea. Instead of just going, oh, well, here's another Zelda game with cool shit in it. It's like, no, this Zelda game actually now tells a story about the world that these characters yeah. live in. Instead of just being... The typical hero's journey for the 50th time in well, a that's,
1: that's part of why I'm so excited about this new game. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know anything about it. The only thing that it looks like so far is that something happens to Link, possibly, from the shadows and all the shit going on in the trailer, mm-hmm. um, that we could be getting human Ganon, because that looks very much like if you watch... Either Ocarina of Time, the the ending of Ocarina of Time or the ending of Twilight Princess, the style of his costume and everything is very Twilight Princess. Where he has where he's been stabbed or whatever mm-hmm. is straight up the exact same spot as in the other games. Hmm. So it's like, oh, is this what has happened? Has this timeline been going on? In his body was hidden away. Now they've found him. He's being released. The big theory, not <sighs> hope. There's a lot of hope for the fact that Link is not the protagonist. That you are playing as Zelda through this game. Hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'd be all for it. I'd be all for it, uh, maybe even playing as, uh, choosing your character.
0: I'd be fine with that. I mean, it'd be even better if you choose your character. You get like an A-side, B-side kind of deal like Resident Evil. And I think allowing you to play as Zelda, specifically say the way she plays in games like Smash, opens up new gameplay mechanics potential. Well, yeah, I'm just potentials.
1: imagining... Get rid of you don't. It's no sword. There's no sword combat. There's no mm. sword shield. There's no all of his different items like that. I'm sure you could come up with new ones or adjust his you could old come ones. Come up with
0: new ones. You could adjust new ones, but but typically, basically, Zelda... you're
1: now so your sorcery and um, bow and arrow. Because I think she still used bow and arrow shit.
0: I believe so. But even even if it was just magic, it's like. I'd be awful. Give us all those magic tools that we have seen her use. Give her powers of the Triforce and stuff like that.
1: Let her be trained and use the training that she was given yes. from the Sheikah Warriors. She can, sheik? Yes. So she can, you know, be Sheik at the Give same her thing. that
0: ability and just make her play different than the way Link plays. Change up the whole gameplay dynamic and just make it good.
1: <laughs> still, But I'm still okay with it being in a huge open world like Legend Zelda. Maybe they aren't in hyrule they're transported to some other dimension or not dimension but another mm-hmm. world like all of one of the last the last 3DS game was it was hyrule and low rule mm-hmm. which was just dark version but things were different and all that kind of shit yeah um yeah i so it's a good game. i just love zelda you like the game oh yeah links awakening <laughs> links awakening is great um so they like they the have basically it it's beautiful the mm-hmm. like toy aspect it's very childlike toy looking um so it looks
0: like what an 8-bit animator would have made if they had access to today's tech
1: well it's kind of like when you see the people that uh fucking pokemon pokemon Mm -hmm. the drawings of pokemon weren't existing before the sprites they made the sprites and then the artist was like all right let's try this um i just want chubby pikachu back he you know, he's been working so hard, he's got that fit body now. No. You can't take away the I fit need, Pikachu. I need my round boy back. Ah, round boy. <laughs> That's they keep introducing other round boys. That's yes. the problem. Like this new fucking this is the new Pokemon game has um literally has a po I think we talked about it. He literally has a the ability to be hangry. Yeah. He's either stuffed or hangry. <laughs> um They did announce a new Pokemon. Did you see him? Mm hmm. It's a new evolution for a Pokemon that had oh, never had an evolution. The surfetched. Surfetched. Yeah. His his leek or onion has finally grown, mm-hmm. and he looks smug as fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I know a lot of people are actually excited because they are. I, I'm surprised at how many people I've seen are huge Farfetch'd fans. Yeah, it's that's a weird strange. sentence.
0: Well, it's one of those. Farfetch'd is one of those Pokemon that hasn't been very popular. As it had a, a great battle. episode title. But it's not popular as, like, a battle Pokemon. It's not something you stick in your lineup of six to go play PvP Pokemon with. And maybe you will now. Um, same thing with other sort of trendy Pokemon, like even Ditto. Not a great PvP Pokemon. Porygon, not a great battle Pokemon.
1: I don't do battle stuff. I just play whatever I need for the game. And then, like, hell, I made it through the entirety of X and Y. I can't remember which one I played. Um, with the little the sword dude. No, really. Because uh, no, I got them in a Wonder Trade. And mm-hmm. fucking, when they introduced Wonder Trade, I'm like, because they, they're like, hey, don't just trade random stuff into this. And I'm like, yeah, not going to do that. <laughs> just spent like 20 minutes just throwing it in. Here's some level one was. It was, I it was
0: great before it became a trash repository. Well, the problem is.
1: Even when you literally, it'll be like, two trash Pokemon, you'll get two trash Pokemon, and then you'll get like, hey, here's a breeded Squirtle, here's a breeded, like, yes. you, you would start that game with all the starters. Yeah. And I love that shit. Um, it
0: became a repository for, like, level one bidoofs. <laughs> There's
1: nothing wrong with a Bidoof. Uh, also
0: for it five eleven.
1: Peppa Pig is 7-1. What? Peppa Pig. Google search. <laughs> Peppa Pig. Where's the height? I gotta. I guess I gotta Google height, don't I?
0: Peppa Pig canonical height. Tall. <laughs> tall AF. <laughs> He's a seven foot one. He is Shaq's height. I can't find it now. He's a pig that they is tall as Shaquille O'Neal.
1: They must have they they changed it, or Google has now updated yeah, apparently it. Apparently, so there's plenty of memes about it because I see eight um, eleven. Well, so eight eleven is is Daddy Pig. Oh, um, but yeah, Peppa, Peppa Pig. You would search and it would come up. Peppa Pig is seven seven one, 1. and people were like, "That is terrifying." Well, the so first obviously also
0: started with a meme where a company made a plushie of ferret that is his two scale size. Really? So it's a five foot. 11 long furt plushie that That's is adorable. as large as furt would be in real life.
1: I love when they do live li- uh, life-size versions of Pokemon mm-hmm. um, or life-size stuffed animals of Pokemon. But then you get weird because Char- Charizard's actually pretty short.
0: Yeah. That, Char- that will always throw me off. Charizard, they made him
1: huge in the anime.
0: Yes, Charizard looks like this imposing figure, but sit him next to other Pokemon, and you see how small he really is.
1: The biggest Pokemon is still a whale, right? Yes. So it's it's it... still
0: the evolution of Whalmer, which Whalemer. All right. The whale Charizard,
1: is. Is five, seven. Really? Yeah. Charizard is 5'7". Really? Yeah. Charizard's is 5'7". That's shorter than I am. dose
0: So you're telling me a Charizard is shorter than me. Yep. That is crazy.
1: I keep forgetting to put height in. Um twenty-one four. Okay, that's expectant. <laughs> uh Rayquaza, twenty-three. Oh, so they just... Snorlax is only six eleven. That's not as bad as you'd expect. That's he's not only as bad, a, but he also like weighs like eight hundred pounds. Uh let's see. Lapras 8'2". Gengar is four eleven. Yeah, um Mewtwo, 6'7". 6'7". Surprise Seven. Mewtwo is taller than Charizard. They got that wrong in the fucking Detective Pikachu movie. <laughs> they got that wrong in everything. You yes. Charizard is always a giant imposing dragon. Yes. Except when he's going up against the Gyarados and then it's like, <laughs> oh, Gyarados is going to put me <laughs>
0: You thought you had a giant imposing dragon. You got a little baby dragon now. <laughs> <laughs> How tiny is an Eevee? Eevee's got to be like, what, two feet tall?
2: One foot! One
0: foot. And Eevee is Eevee's literally a... a ruler tall. Pikachu's a foot four!
1: Eevee is one ruler tall. Surprisingly, the uh, the evolutions are kind of varying. Yeah. I guess Vaporeon's cheating with the fucking spike on her head.
0: But that's like it's the head. height I would expect from an animal that size. One Volpix, foot. two feet. A Volpix, that's weird because I expect a Volpix to only be as big as an Eevee.
1: <laughs> well, how much had nine tails? Probably gets a little bit bigger, right? Yeah. <laughs> Don't have the information, huh?
0: Nope.
1: Fennekin is one four. Charmander's two. Charmander is half the size of a Charizard. Charizard. <laughs> no, wait, no, no, a little bit less. I forgot that it's five, not four. Anyway. Man, we <laughs> <laughs> we are gone. This is a this is a podcast. Yes. So every week we talk about whatever the fuck we want.
0: Links, what would you, if we had to rate it? I in... don't rate.
1: I do buy, borrow, bin.
0: Okay, buy, borrow, bin. Links Awakening.
1: Uh, oh, that's a tough one.
0: Okay, so let's put it in context here. For a person okay,
1: it's a sixty dollar game. Okay, so for a person who
0: is who likes Zelda but isn't a Zelda super fan, like you are.
1: (laughs) I gotta do a thing real quick. Hold on.
0: Your wife is being loud.
1: I, th- I think I can do this from here. My wife. Uh, oh, God. Are you going to Google Homer? I got to. It's very loud right now.
0: Oh, you can change the volume of the TV and yeah. down here.
1: Um. She's probably like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> uh. I... See, I want to say bye, but in all honesty, I will say borrow for most mm-hmm. people. Um,
0: I expect it to be a very long and full game so
1: it's going to be it's, one it, of those it things it takes if i had sat and played it continuously i probably could have finished it in one uh, not maybe two settings
0: hmm.
1: um not docked not in handheld mode because the battery it fucking destroys your battery i'm amazed at how no like i'm surprised at how fast my battery died I'm with sure. that uh i'm not sure if it's because of my i have an older switch at this point
0: trust me i've tried playing breath of the wild in dock mode like on planes and stuff like that you, you mean a handle like, yeah, yeah, you get like um, an hour battery life.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think for me at least I think it really is because I have a launch switch, so that battery is nowhere near gonna be as good as other systems. No, not a fresh one. Um and I rarely play in handheld that handheld mode now. It'd be great anyway. if
0: a company made an auxiliary battery for it. Just saying.
1: Can you open that thing up?
0: No, I mean like a battery you plug in, like a little bank thingy.
1: Oh, they do. Um, it's just, I don't trust them because there have been consoles, there have been some that have bricked because of that. No. Uh, to open up a Switch
0: is to invite death upon yourself.
1: Nope. I'm okay with it. I love my Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, so, for somebody that has beaten the game before, because I played the original game, loved it, all of its weirdness, um, I am perfectly fine with spending the 60 on it. Mm-hmm. Even well, though, uh, like I've already finished it, I mean, I could people, go back. They added a uh, basically a hard mode. Yeah. For most people, you're going to say it's a borrow. Though. I'm going to say borrow. It will be out. It, it will be pretty close to the full sixty because it's a Nintendo title. Mm-hmm. But you can go get a used copy at GameStop for seven days and, and beat it in it. those seven days.
0: And watch GameStop close another two hundred stores. And watch year.
1: GameStop close more stores because they don't know what they're doing.
0: They did it this year. 200 more stores
1: didn't they do 200 already this year
0: well no they're doing 200 no no i
1: thought they already closed like at least 100 earlier this year
0: they may have but their plan is to do 200 more this year there's
1: like two people running game informer at this point and i feel <laughs> so bad for them as well as all the people that i have lost wish their game
0: informer had the capital to detach itself from gamestop as an entity yeah <laughs> it would be so much better
1: because maybe not their print version but at least their web like
0: Well, that's the thing, is they're the last good, in my opinion, good print magazine for video games left on the planet. So, it was like when I used to collect editions of New Type, it was the only print anime publication (laughs) that was marketed to the U.S. You used
1: to get DVDs with bonus bonus. I got
0: DVDs with freaking whole episodes of shows. So, it was like a demo disc
1: that I used to get from PlayStation Magazine. It was great, I loved it. That's how I learned about a lot of series, because of that. Cause it would do. They do dub in sub on there. Yep. Um,
0: but anyway, so we got *Links Awakening* as a borrow for most. for you. Of course, definitely buy. You already bought it. it. If
1: you are a huge <laughs> Nintendo fan if, and if you you're love a huge Nintendo, Zelda, yeah, fan, yeah. If you're a huge Zelda fan, one hundred percent buy this game. Yes. Uh, it has. You can do so much in it, just mainline quest kind of thing, and then you mm-hmm. can also, like I said, there's a version where it's like. Uh, I can't remember what the restrictions are, Mm -hmm. but there's something about it that makes it harder. Mm. Um, Like, straight off the bat, it's not like you have to beat it, because in Zelda games there have been, like, hey, beat it, hey, guess what, new quest, new quest plus. Um, Yeah, But yeah, you can start off with a more difficult setting kind of thing. Which isn't really a normal thing. I mean, Zelda, the Breath of the Wild didn't introduce that until the first DLC pack, right? Which, fuck, that is so much harder. Yeah, Floating bad guy bitches... (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, i played, uh, in the last two weeks, I've played quite a bit. Um, got Gears 5 from Game Pass. And it's important to notice they don't call it Gears of War anymore. It's just Gears.
1: I'm so fucking pissed off about that. It ruins alphabetical well, listings.
0: It ruins that, and it's also the fact that Gears of War as a title actually meant something to the plot structure of the game, which is Marcus, Oops. in the original three games, is just a soldier. That's all he knows how to do is be a soldier, and through the course of him soldiering, you watch what happens to the other soldiers who are not Marcus around him, huh. which is they are quite literally, from the cog, the Coalition of Order Governments in the game, thrown into wars that they really have no business being in, and then They're now it's a war for the survival of humanity, and they are literally, like COGS, ground by the, by the machine of war. Yeah. Um, so that meant something. Now it's just Gears 5. Yeah. Um, but the story in this game is very much about Kate. Now that was weird because a lot of people thought the story was going to continue with JD Marcus's son.
1: So that's when we were talking about this because you hadn't played when I had played a little bit of it for, yeah. uh, last time. Um, in what I had known of the game because I hadn't I hadn't played any Gears since Gears Two. Mm-hmm. Um it made it seem like oh Kate's the main character of this title from all the promotion and all yeah. that and then when they start you don't play her for at least the first story or the first the first act, act you do not play her when do you when you get back to the hub and you venture back out do you then start yes, playing so you as start her you
0: start playing okay. as her actually JD is pretty much removed from the story at that point really wow
1: so up, in, up just
0: i'm just going to give fair warning cuz there's no way to talk about this game and how have bad it really is without supporting it i have beaten it okay there's, there's no way for me to talk about it without spoiling it and telling Gears you how 5. Bad it is. Spoilers. <laughs> yes. So, the game starts off. You're playing as JD. JD is doing the things that he... He's kind of aspiring to live up to the... Um, the sort of legend that his dad has within the COG. Because Marcus is fully back with the COG now. Um, JD... The interesting thing is JD actually holds a higher rank than his dad. <laughs> well,
1: his dad retired, didn't he? At well, one point? he
0: was supposed. He basically didn't retire so much as he went awol when he married Anya.
1: He went awol. Did a couple of seasons yeah. of Adventure Time. And...
0: Well, he went. He basically went awol with Anya. The story goes is he and Anya were together. Anya was introduced to this. For, she introduced a fertility program to the Cog to help birth rates go up because so many have oh. wiped out by the Locust. She apparently. Died during this experiment after giving birth to JD, but before that, she was also the first minister of the COG, which is kind of like COG president, Um, but not elected, so more like COG dictator. (laughs) Um, So that whole thing happens, that's why Marcus left. After that, he's back with the COG now, Mm -hmm. mostly because of JD's coaxing that he comes back.
1: Um, So, how long did all that stuff happen? Hello, it's only maybe potato.
0: It's only maybe a few years between
1: games. All right, so how did he grow up that fast? Is it like a weird cloning process? Well, no, this Gears 4 starts a whole lot longer okay. after Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, 3. that's, all right, yeah, that makes sense. Me... <laughs> yeah,
0: no, Gears 4 is like a whole 20 years after Gears okay. 3. Because <laughs> I'm like,
1: how fast did all that shit happen?
0: No, so JD is actually a, I think he's a captain or a lieutenant at this point. And Marcus is still just a sergeant; that he's held that rank since the very first game. <laughs> um, so his son technically outranks him. So he's already pretty much done whatever he can do to make his dad as proud as he can. But Marcus, being Marcus, really doesn't show that. Yeah. Um, so the first act starts with this mission that they go on. The swarm actually attack New which is now the capital of the Cog.
1: Um, is that where I, the? Is that what I had seen? Yeah. Okay. So they attack that. You play
0: through that act and what JD does is a very dumb thing. They just got a Hammer of Dawn satellite back online and Baird explains to them he has no way to target it.
1: And he only has one shot, doesn't he? He has.
0: Well, he's got one satellite because oh, he can right. connect yeah, yeah, to the yeah, yeah, rest yeah. of the Hammer of Dawn network satellite.
1: Because that's in the first level but you literally are just reactivating yes. the yes. one.
0: So he does that. He tells Baird to use the Hammer of Dawn when they start to get overwhelmed and he tells them to target his armor. So he targets Baird target signals armor he says calculate for offset huh. and so he runs to the enemies JD is in a cutscene running through the enemies and Baird is firing the hammer of dawn knowing that this is, is it just tracking him through it's it? pretty much tracking him through okay. it. the That's problem cool. is is when Baird tries to turn it off that doesn't happen
1: <laughs> oh and it just keeps so, oh, it like
0: shuts off for a second, and then it comes back, and now JD is running back towards his allies to get away from it, which is the dumbest thing. But it's still tracking his It's armor. still tracking him, and ah. during this whole time, they're trying to evacuate civilians from New Affairs to get them away from the swarm. Yeah. And so, they have these trucks, and you are tasked with escorting one of them after rescuing them from being stuck. So, you're escorting this truck, and it's another car mine. This time, it's actually a female car mine. <laughs>
1: Who's the... Does she make it out?
0: No. Fucking out. She's the niece of the one Carmine that survived, Clayton, who's the badass Carmine. Oh, that's
1: in two, right? Yeah. Oh. So Clayton... Seriously?
0: Yeah, Clayton is the badass Carmine. Um, And he survives through it all, somehow. He's actually... He's the sort of a... only living Carmine. His character design is an homage to the cover of full metal jacket the born to kill written on the army yes because he has all this shit written all over his armor about like killing grubs and destroying locusts and shit like that um but please don't
1: fake donate real donate yeah so he comes not to us to the the he's running back towards
0: allies during this attack the door on one of the trucks gets hit and gets stuck shut and that's where the car mine is like she's trying to escape, yeah. And he's trying to help her and can't get her out, so the hammer on his truck and blows it up.
1: Yeah, because he's like, oh, "I'll save you," yeah. but I'm right here by the thing. So, JD, well, yeah, if
0: you if you broke, don't donate. Yeah. It's okay. This is spread the, it though. Yes, this is the um, like explanation herbs. of JD's character model changing later in the game
1: because he does get
0: reintroduced later in the game. Yeah. yeah. So I heard so what the final
1: decision kind of thing yeah. of the game. So is, he so.
0: has no hair anymore. <laughs> he shaved his head. He's got a scar on his face from his injuries. He's got a beard now. And one of his arms is in this sort of like fake skin restructuring kind of device. So,
1: are we casting JD as
0: Two Face and the new Batman? No, movies? he's All nothing right. like that. Man. <laughs> but you also find out through the story that JD ordered the a bunch of gears to gun down protesters. Um, that's later on through another character, a new character is introduced, Foz, who actually outranks JD.
1: Foz is uh, voiced by. Um fuck my my mind is blanking again because i'm trying know. to remember he's his name very australian he's from very british he's he's british he's uh from i zombie oh. oh fuck can't remember. i'm so mad that i can't remember his name i love him he's fucking hilarious
0: but Foz is more or less a one-dimensional character they try to make deeper later on he's basically he's like a, like a dickhead asshole. meathead right yeah he's a big meathead like all he wants to do is fight people and prove that he's superior to them and they characterize him in a way by showing the fact that he's got a robot leg to show basically like he's trying to prove himself, that he's not weak because of his injury. Raul Coley. Okay. This but guy. He, he does fight a bunch of dudes. Oh, gotcha. This guy who plays the mortician. But,
1: yeah. Um, <clears throat> Best character in that show.
0: So, but anyway, after that act, you finally go out to explore. And what you're trying to find out after a couple things happen is what is Kate's connection to the Locust mm-hmm. and the Swarm? Because it turns out her mother was, you know, captured in Gears is 4. She, is
1: she like a swarm hybrid human?
0: Actually, it's a sort of yes and sort of no kind of thing. It's very weird how they do this. So, in the fourth game, the fourth game ends when she finally finds her mom. And her mom is connected to the swarm. Like, and literally she, plugged into yeah. it. And like so she makes almost. Yeah, so she makes it clear that if she disconnects her mom, her mom will die. So, she does it because she doesn't want her mom to live like this and suffering. It turns out that the swarm... That didn't really matter. This worm kept her body alive anyway. Oh, uh, okay. So, <clears throat> Kate finds out through a series of stuff in the game, and one of the reasons why the game is so bad is you retread a lot of territory that Marcus has already been through to find out the exact same mystery anyway.
1: It's basically like, and, hey, that shit happened 30 years yes. ago. We don't remember A lot it of times anymore. the
0: dialogue is... Literally, Marcus telling you, oh yeah, I went to this place, and it may have the answers you're looking for. Oh, wow. Yeah. (laughs) So, you do all this from a skiff, which is the vehicle now introduced in the game, which is a cool way. So, is the game more open world, almost? It is. So, there's two major open world sections. One is in an icy sort of tundra kind of place, Mm -hmm. and the other one's in a desert. Okay. So, you start in the icy tundra place, which is much larger than the second one, but... It gives you the option to, like, explore, find side missions, get collectibles, you get little components that are upgrades for the robot. Yeah. Um, Dave? Well, it's, it starts as Dave, and then it goes back to Jack again. <laughs> oh, does it? Go? Okay. Yeah. Right. So Dave gets busted up in the first act. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's actually one of the gameplay mechanics introduced, which is a good gameplay mechanic, but almost entirely useless for the most part, unless you're playing on harder difficulties.
1: Well, you can also have it so the there's an actual character. Yes, play, so you can or have it as a player. Human is playing as the robot. Yes,
0: the thing is, if you do that, then only that person can upgrade Jack. So it's entirely up to them how they play the game.
1: That's annoying. Yeah. Uh, no, I guess it makes sense though. Yeah. But is it drop in, drop out co-op? It is. Okay. So, um. But you play through the game
0: first with just Kate and Dell going on sort of this adventure to find out the first batch of secrets. Mm-hmm. Then later on, JD and Foz come back for the second batch when you're in the desert. And JD is trying to sort of redeem himself to his squad after revealing this secret to them that he basically ordered a bunch of people murdered. Yeah. Um, and he, quite ma- he makes that pretty clear right away. He's like, Kate is trying to be mad at him, trying to find a reason to be mad at him. And he just keeps saying, I'm just here to help. Like I'm not here to explain myself or do anything else. Mm-hmm. I just want to help you. It's like,
1: hey, I know I fucked up. I'm <laughs> yeah. just, I'm gonna keep trying.
0: Um, but as you go through this game again, you retread a lot of territory. You do learn some interesting history about Gears lore and the war, the Pendulum Wars that took place before Gears One between the UIR and the Cog. Um, so you learn stuff about that. Some of that stuff's interesting. The problem is when you start approaching the ending of the game. hmm In the last act. I'll just fast-forward through all the junk because it's just more shooting stuff, basically. But in the last act, again, the Swarm is attacking New Fieris. And now in a much larger force. <laughs> so Where one defended. Hammer of Dawn isn't going to really... D- well, that's the thing. Is through the middle of the game, you get more Hammer of Dawn satellites. Oh, okay. So the way it works is the middle of the game, the desert section especially, is focused on that part, where it is. you find an old URIR rocket base... You have to connect a rocket booster to a nose cone, which houses three Hammer on Dawn satellites. You do that, you launch the rocket. That's where the first major boss fight happens against the beast. Very, very generically called the Kraken, which is a giant tentacle monster. Um,
1: what? Yeah. Gears has generic things in it? <laughs> um,
0: you do that, and, you know, you get three hammered on satellites online, which then connects the rest of the network to Bears thing.
1: And then you don't have to target it on one person and accidentally destroy well, everyone.
0: That's another thing about that's another caveat about the end of the game I'll get into. But Oh
1: God. So at the end of the game there's
0: two major things that I can remember at least that piss me off because this game is utterly forgettable once you get to
1: the end. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's utterly forgettable the entire way through.
0: Well the first one is the thing you mentioned about the choice tracking people. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, the tracking with thing.
0: the hammer of dawn. So the hammer dawn to to actually effectively use it, they have to plant these targeting beacons. That's another thing you pick up while you're at the RRI. Well, because
1: in the original game, it was a wasn't it's, it like it's a, a laser guided thing, yeah.
0: which you still use to pinpoint the laser the hammer of dawn. But it needs a beacon to give it sort of an area of weird influence. So you run around town. Everybody has a team, and those teams are planting beacons, and Eventually the Kraken shows up and starts destroying the beacons, like it's deliberately targeting them. Yeah. So it destroys the beacons and then you need one, like at almost at the very like climax of the battle, and you don't have one, so Jack hacks into Baird's network to have the satellites target him. And Jack dies. And you're supposed to be sad about it, but There's one a robot.
1: Jack is a robot and that two, doesn't have a personality and doesn't really feel feels. He
0: is honestly the cutest character in the game they oh, do a yeah. lot to make him that way oh. but at the same time you don't spend nearly enough time with them to appreciate that and this is the other part at the end of the game is you do make a choice and the choice is the dumbest choice i've ever seen in a game it is worse than like the far cry 3 choice do you want to like... and it
1: also won't matter come the next no. game
0: so the way that it works is you choose whether jd or dell lives mm-hmm. now you spent the entire game with dell Dell has been supportive of you. He's helped you out the entire time. JD, for all intents and purposes, has been a dick. And, you know, is maybe trying to redeem himself.
1: Yeah, just because you grew up knowing and loving Marcus. Here's the thing,
0: is whichever one you don't pick dies. Yeah.
1: But the death doesn't
0: matter. And it doesn't even matter because there's another game on the way. Even if there wasn't, it's the ending that takes place after that. Well, plus, the only thing
1: that really changes, isn't it just that Marcus gets a little bit weepy if his son dies?
0: So, pretty much. So, if you... If you choose to free Dell and let JD die, Marcus is like distraught. He's completely devastated at that point by the yeah. death of his son. So you get this sort of glimpse of oh, he really did care about JD, and you know now is sad that he's gone. But that's all you really get. If you kill, if you choose to free um, JD. JD, which is actually the first choice I made, and kill Dell. Oh, Del, you reloaded. Yeah, yeah. So I let Dell die and went with that ending. And it's like, okay, well, they hug, Marcus and JD hug, hug it out, and JD, in his own way, kind of lets, he hands over the cog tags of Del to Marcus, and Marcus is like, shit, you know. And sort of comforts him, because he knows he's his best friend. Yeah. You actually get a much more emotional ending if you let Del die. (laughs) Really? like, the next scene... Because people care more about Del than JD. (laughs) Yeah, the next scene is literally, you see, they're trapped underneath a bunch of rubble, but they're not concerned with escape initially. Mm Mm-hmm. JD is crying his eyes out. Yeah. And they actually put, yeah. like, work into rendering his tears in, in the game engine. So he is crying. On the
1: console, because like I said on the PC version, it's like, if you don't have the greatest, I guess. Yeah. It's like, hey, he's looking at a blurry picture of something. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, he is, he is crying his eyes out along with Kate, and they did a lot to try to make that emotional scene because you're supposed to understand that JD and Dell grew up together, they became soldiers together, they've yeah. done all this stuff their entire lives. Well, I, it mm-hmm.
1: even threw me off mm-hmm. when you start the game, because I, I did the, did you do the tutorial or you just went straight into the story? The oh, story. it makes you, okay. <laughs> so doing that tutorial, I'm like, oh, I like this guy, I want to play as this guy. And then once you get into the game it's like, No no no, you get J D. You don't even have an option. Yeah. It gives you an option, but then it says you, No, first player, first player has to play well, JD. Here's
0: the thing about Kate's story and finding out this mystery, her connection to the swarm, right? The person who kills JD Ordell is another character, an older character, Myra, who was the queen of the locust, inhabiting the body of Kate's mom. <laughs> And the way that this works is apparently it's this genetic thing that is passed down from generation to generation. Early on, when the cog relied on emulsion, which was the glowy yellow stuff, yeah. to power everything that they had.
1: Isn't that what the tickers exploded with? Yes. Yeah.
0: The miners get a disease called rust lung from inhaling the stuff. Yeah, I remember it's kind that. Of like black lung from inhaling coal. Well, the cog was trying to find a way to treat people with rust lung, and by finding this out, this is where the locust actually came from.
1: Is through and, all the genetic uh,
0: tampering that they did, they found one female child who was able to be cured and developed a connection between the rest of the people they were treating. Weird. And so then they started genetically modifying those people to become locust soldiers. That's where the sires originally came from, which are creepy little guys who try to kidnap you. Um, <laughs> literally, their animation is to melee you, and they try to drag Here's you away. Um, <laughs> but... So the sires and then eventually you have the full bred locust drones. Um and things like the Matriarch, which is another care another boss you fight in the game. Mm-hmm. Matriarch is basically a, a giant even more ridiculous berserker from the first game. <laughs> um but that connection allows her to control the locust, you know, swarm bait or the locust horde. It also is where the swarm now come from, the swarm just basically being new locust. Mm-hmm. Um
1: yeah, so see, I'm, there's reasons why I never yeah, could get into the these idea games. Is, is that
0: Kate was supposed to make a choice between either controlling the swarm, which is the whole reason that Oscar, Oscar, her uncle, dies earlier in the game. You actually played with him in Gears Four. Oh, okay. Um, while she's controlling the swarm, she doesn't have full control of them, so she starts controlling this big guy called a warden, and the warden basically snaps Oscar's neck. <laughs> um, so they go through that. She's supposed to make this choice <clears throat> between controlling them or you know. Not doing that, and of course, she decides not to. Um, and so now Myra is back in control of the swarm again through her mother's body. It's a ridiculous plot line. It only makes sense if you play the game literally from start to finish, but you will be so bored and so fed up by the end of it, you won't care anymore.
1: All right, so and
0: the game ends in the way. The worst way possible. It's another cliffhanger ending. Oh so yeah, it's okay, like, that's what I was wondering. It's like the game was purposely made to be sequel bait. That's what it was made for.
1: It's the Empire Strike Back of the Second yeah. Gears mm. trilogy.
0: And it's just oh. there's nothing in the game, nothing tactics. in the narrative you can you can bother to care about. It's just not there. Jade or Dell is literally the best character in the entire game. And by the end of it, you have to make a choice of if he dies or not.
1: And if so, he dies, it's the more emotionally yeah, impacting. Uh, so that, I bet you that is the canon ending. Yeah. Um, so, same question you asked me about *Link: Link's Awakening mm-hmm. uh, by Borrow Bin. I'm gonna say
0: it's a borrow at best, and that's only because of the multiplayer. And here's the fun thing: mm-hmm. if you have Xbox Game Pass, yeah, you got this game. Yeah, so you get it for free if you got if you got Game Pass. It's worth playing just for multiplayer. The escape mode, especially with custom maps, can be pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so the multiplayer still holds up to some of multiplayer.
0: The past stuff. If you're a fan of Gears multiplayer, this game gives it to you just as it gave it to you before with a couple new upgrades in the weapon selection. Yeah. Things like a Lancer that now is a grenade launcher instead of and a chainsaw.
1: You can play as Batista or yeah, If you play it before October Halo?
0: 28th, you get Batista and they already gave everybody a meal and cat from Halo Reach. Did they,
1: has the Terminator one come out too?
0: The Terminator was pre-ordered DLC. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sure they'll
1: make it purchasable at some I'm point I'm pretty too. sure they will. Um, the
0: best thing is is while the game does have a few microtransactions here and there, it's only in the form of currency, and there are no loot boxes like there were in Gear 4.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know they were in Gear 4. Alright, so mm-hmm. the other question I had. We have now two of the biggest Xbox first party titles mm-hmm. have hit in their main lines the fifth game. Yeah. Who do you think has done better consistently? No, Halo. One hundred percent. Right? Okay. <laughs> even even with all the complaints people had about Halo Five, I love Halo. Like, this it's a weird fucking story, and it is nowhere near what their advertising uh, advertising no. went for. That's all on them. One, the advertisements were amazing. They yeah. looked great, but they in no way no talked. They in no way touched on the actual story that was happening in the game. Nope. Um.
0: I think the reason Halo Five is so much better is even if people complain about it, the narrative structure in Halo Five is superior in every way. to what it is in Gears Five, yeah. Halo tells a consistent story. You have a beginning, you have a middle, you have an end, and that Absolutely. story flows. The characters make choices based on what they know, and even people she- had-
1: Chief's decisions. While yes. some people are like, "That's not what Chief would do," I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He's not- Chief does He's one. He's literally thing. kept. A uh, uh, AI that is beyond its expiration date yes. for multiple games
0: at this Chief's point. Chief's whole choice structure boils down to his indoctrination as a Spartan 2 soldier. Do I protect humanity or do I choose to protect Cortana instead? And now he's come to that point where he can no longer ride the line between both.
1: <laughs> well, he also... it. It's almost like... Uh, I hate to compare it to fucking... Uh, MCU movies mm-hmm. b- but it's very Captain America where it's like hey I'm working with the government these are the people that made me the way I am I believe in them wholeheartedly mm-hmm. oh they've done some fucked up shit I am going to support the people that I know and love even if that person you love is a fucking AI oh, yeah
0: but either way whose I mean, boobs
1: get bigger with every game right they kind of do
0: <laughs> they put more clothes on her in Halo 5 <laughs> yes yeah uh, which to say they put more clothes on her, they could have put any piece of clothing on her, and that would have counted as more clothes. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> she's gonna get a physical body next game. Well, she
0: has a physical body now.
1: I thought she was still light. Well, she's hard light. <laughs>
0: no, she doesn't Fuck have. Out. She doesn't have a physical body that can be killed. If that's what you're saying. Yeah, right. I'm mm-hmm.
1: imagining in this. So, man, that is another whole thing. So obviously we have Halo 1 through 5. Mm-hmm. 1 through 3 were it, it's the initial trilogy. It was mm-hmm. the what is that considered? The Flood trilogy or I we no, consider the flood comes back anyway. The uh,
0: Flood does come back in Halo 4, but not as big. No. Cuz this
1: was the yes. Forerunner trilogy supposed to be.
0: Yes, right? Basically.
1: I think it's Forerunner.
0: It's supposed to be the Forerunner trilogy where they discover Forerunner tech that was designed to essentially establish a forerunner empire mm-hmm. and because, this is all
1: stuff that happened before the humans yes. even So
0: the Halo timeline existed. humans are doing what the forerunners did in reverse they discover the flood long before they discover what forerunner technology is capable of and without even using the forerunner technology with the exception of a few halo rings they get rid of the flood
1: yeah, yeah. Um, they get rid of most of the flood Now
0: they're understanding that the forerunners weren't these great peaceful beings who established this society throughout space they were actually pretty much space dictators to everybody they came across. Yeah. You either join us or you will die. Isn't
1: that those people in? Isn't that also in uh, Mass Effect? Yeah. And then with the Reapers or whatever. The Reapers use indoctrination. Yeah. Um, but the the so yeah, uh, Halo one, two, and three contained story. We know how it ends. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Four and five are starting new, or four started a whole new thing. Yeah. Five kind of followed it to a certain extent but also seemed to change a lot Mm -hmm. we're not getting a six we're getting infinite we're
0: getting infinite
1: and it had it's it's still a chief led story Mm -hmm. if the trailer that we've gotten the most recent trailer that we got is true Mm -hmm. but is it going to be straight up continuation or are they scrapping it
0: I would certainly hope it was a continuation if they're going to call After it... After all this build-up, yeah. The, the problem with hearing the name Infinite is it leaves me to believe that Halo Infinite is going to be yet another live service game.
1: But And that's... If it was any other... If it was mm-hmm. Gears Infinite. If it was literally any other Microsoft title, I would think that.
0: But I think there's a way to do a live service game right. And that is to... Have a full game at launch, unlike a lot of live services do. Give me a whole game to start with. <laughs> <laughs> then, if you're going to have a roadmap with updates, you need to stick to it. You need to be consistent
1: with it. And if there are delays, be very open yes, and upfront about Be very
0: open it. about those delays. And those updates have to be meaningful content. They can't just be
1: patch fixes or patch, patch fixes
0: yeah. or we threw in a couple new pieces of gear for you to get or maybe a new raid here or there. If you want to continue the Halo story as it has has continued, and you're going to make Halo Infinite a thing, and you expect the Xbox One to last, then...
1: Or whatever. Oh, no, it's the next box, remember. It's launching on the next
0: box. Give me the story of... Give me a full story for Halo 6 give me something to be intrigued about, not a cliffhanger ending, but something for me to, something mm-hmm. that ask questions. Yeah, the let the there game. be,
1: not an open ending like a cliffhanger, yes. but mm-hmm. like, hey, we've learned about these things, but this part of the story is now closed. Yes, I could see, and I would be perfectly fine if Halo Infinite ended Chief's story. Ended mm-hmm. Chief and Cortana's story, they end whatever they've been working towards yeah. with this, but in doing so, open up an... Un- <laughs> yeah infinite possibilities.
0: <laughs> well, even even if they give me... The next update should be another piece of story content, whether it be a continuation of Chiefs mm. story or a whole new thing. Give me something to play that expands upon Halo lore. Mm. Give me something to play that is meaningful to the Halo story. Are we facing a new threat now? Did the fucking saying Helios elites get all pissed off at us again? You know, is the so fucking... Is the fucking Covenant coming back and forth? Like, what's happening in the future of the Halo universe is what I want to know. Because I do not like... I understand why people like them. For me, personally, I don't like the rainbows and sunshines kinds of endings where we beat the bad guy and now everything's great.
1: Well, in the the Halo world, the Halo Mm -hmm. universe has been great because they have had... They've already had... Fantastic games that had nothing to do with Chief. Well, very little to do with Chief. Obviously, Reach, your final mission was basically hold off so Chief can escape. The hold off so Chief can Um, escape, yes. But uh, between ODST and Reach, these are two games... They're basically Rogue One. Yeah. The Rogue (laughs) Ones of the the Halo universe, (laughs) and they're fantastic.
0: And I think that'd be fine. If, If you let me play as an ODST again, that'd actually be perfect. I would love to play it and make... ODST is what they are in Halo lore. Not slow, weak Chief. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that's like Halo 1 through 3. Give us Halo 4 Chief. Yeah. Because he can run. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking! I as don't much don't
0: Don't give me a book that says Chief can run like seventy fucking miles an hour and then make him take like two steps a minute.
1: <sighs> that was the worst. Like I love the original Halo games and going back and playing them on Master Chief Collection. I'm like, oh man, they look so great because they did the up upre- the updates mm-hmm. and all that. And then you go to click in the thumbstick and it's like, oh yeah, I gotta walk. I can't do anything else. <laughs> the fastest way to travel in that game is to get a fucking beam to get sword a
0: vehicle no beam sword, beam sword and lock brother. on and be like hey you I'm here I'm lunch. here <laughs> fucking or you could do balance jumping which was fun oh
1: god I had no uh, but you had to practically n- break no the bullshits. game physics to do that yeah um, hell there are fucking speed running techniques where you're literally grenade jumping in that game
0: oh yeah well there was a technique where you get your player character to collide with planes incorrectly so it thought you were sliding down hills forever <laughs> <laughs> the uh... And the way that games in the day and age dealt with that is they would push you away from those objects so you just bounce forever. Um, No, I would like Halo to continue that, but the other game that I played... Shit, I forgot you played other games. So the other two things I played um, during the two weeks after this podcast quickly, the Modern Warfare beta, multiplayer beta. Oh, what'd you think? Really good. Love it.
1: How's the white phosphorus?
0: Actually, they don't let you use it in the beta. It's kind of sad about that.
1: I'm wondering if they're taking it out.
0: They aren't. Okay. It's in the multiplayer beta. It's going to be a kill streak. They've already responded to that. Okay. Here's the thing. is The game is not like even a near future setting at this point. It's just modern warfare. Um, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, white phosphorus is still used today. The, the one sort of restriction against its use is you cannot use it to deliberately destroy human targets. Yeah. You can use it to destroy structures. So... Either way, I mean, it's a video game.
1: Yeah. it. I think the big problem, it wasn't so much as the fact that it was in there. It was mm-hmm. part of the way that they were trying to portray the story for mm-hmm. the new game. Yeah. And then to also be like, but also this is in it yes. kind of thing. But um, here's the thing. is like I don't care because I'm probably still not going to buy it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's just because you don't like Call of Duty, but
1: it is. I, this one was the one that I was kind of like, maybe, but I've been hearing more and more. Here's the thing about the multiplayer,
0: though, is it takes everything that Call of Duty did right with multiplayer, distills it down into its purest form, and then updates it just enough to be next-gen. Is Shipment back? Shipment is not back, Ah. but there are tiny maps in the game, and they're mostly used for the 2v2 game mode, which is called Gunfight.
1: Nah, give me free-for-all on Shipment.
0: I'm pretty sure they will come up with crazy things like you can play free-for-all on some of the smallest maps. The smallest maps are played in this game. Or was it and Shields I mean, and Knives?
1: What was the thing that we used to play?
0: Well, we used to play shit <laughs> like One in the Chamber. We used to play fucking gun games.
1: No, I'm talking about like just stupid bullshit. I think it was just, just our group that we so would make make custom make.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but you can play those game types and much more. Um, the newest... Addition to the game is the ground war game mode, which plays a lot like battlefield conquest mode. Okay, there are multiple flags on the map. Your team earns points by capturing and holding a majority of those flags. What was the Halo version of that called? Uh, that was fucking well, they updated firefight to a war, it was just a war mode, I think. Or,
1: I liked it, yeah, actually.
0: I did, It, it was a mix of PV and PVP combat that was balanced enough to make sense. The only problem I have with Call of Duty Ground War is Call of Duty is way too chaotic and fast-paced of a game yeah. for that. There's almost no strategy put into where you're going or what you're doing and sometimes you just... The way the game is, is set up now is open areas are like instant death for you. If you are caught out in the open and you can't find cover unless you're an amazing fucking shot, you will die. <laughs> um, That's just the way it works, which makes sense if you're going to call a game Modern Warfare. You shouldn't yeah. be running out in the open anyway. Um, all the guns in the game I actually tested this over and over again are projectile this time around so there's zero hit scan which makes for a more skill focused sort of gameplay especially at longer ranges
1: do you know if Dave got a chance to play or no? I don't think he did no, yeah. um,
0: it's down to three perks again so just three you select them from categories like you used to um, the kill streaks are set up. You have all the way down to two kills now. I think for the lowest kill streak. That's so, cool. It's a personal radar, I like which this. is a tiny. The personal radar. It's a tiny little helicopter that you can pop out, and you can use it to tag enemies for your team, or you can really, it, yeah, or you can Ooh. have it float near you and, and just, just tag stuff around you. Um, That's the thing is, really is cool. it's, it's super weak, like. Everyone hears when you're putting it up. Literally, the enemy. Team, if you're on the a, enemy oh. team, you'll hear enemy personal radar, and I just aim a rocket launcher up in the air and blow the thing up. But, oh, it's
1: <laughs> got to be a rocket launcher. You can't just like. <laughs> you can piss shoot them. it. It's, Is it like a decent size and decently height in the air? Yeah,
0: when it's first summoned, it comes like from way up. Okay, so, cool. So it's not like a cheese thing where you can just pop it up and go.
1: Um, it's nice to hear you excited about another man, uh, another Call of Duty. Yeah, I'm excited it's about this one bit. because
0: again, it's it's Call of Duty in
1: a pure. It's on the ground.
0: It's not even boots on the ground. I don't care. The thing is, is even though you say boots on the ground, the map design in on this one is phenomenal because there's so much more verticality this yeah.
1: time.
0: Boots on the ground. The reason I used to hate boots I, on the ground is boots you on the know ground. I said it just
1: the fuck, it I piss know. You
0: but the reason that I hated it is because it wasn't boots on the ground. It was a placeholder for feet glued to the fucking floor. Which is everything had to take place on one fucking level plane. Yeah. That's what people consider skill based gameplay is if every if everybody literally isn't on this level, then someone's hacking or camping or fucking up the game. No. It I like a game where you have to pay attention to your surroundings, and this one makes you do that. One of the biggest changes to multiplayer gameplay that I didn't notice for the longest time, which made me suck when I first started, was the way pings on the map work now. Every time someone used to shoot without a suppressor, you got a ping on your so, mini-map yeah. of where they were. It's different now. You have a compass at the top of your map, um, one of those sliding ones that just scares, yeah. shows you which direction you're facing, and the pings appear on that compass instead of on the mini-map. So you only oh, have a direction if you're looking where in the, the direction. Gun, fi- fire is going.
1: So yes. if you, so it really is you have to pay attention audibly yeah, so to be like, to oh, I audibly. hear that, and then it's, if and you're looking... And all you get
0: it's... is a directional cue of where that fire came from. You aren't given... An idea of exactly yeah. on the map where they are. That's kind of
1: cool. Yes. Yeah,
0: so you have that. That's a huge change the way the game is played. The no-hit scan is a huge. change. So what the
1: way, does the, the way mini-map way show at this point? The Just mini-map the map shows itself? the
0: environment. It'll show certain kill streaks on there, the radius of those kill streaks. Are,
1: and I'm sure, are there still when you have when certain you have kill UAVs streaks, and BAM. stuff up? Yes, it will show okay. enemies on
0: the map for you. Huh. Um, but the way classes are done now, like I said, is three perks. One lethal, one tactical, unless you perk to get more. Your primary weapon can be can be given up to five attachments this time. There's no more pick ten system where you just get ten items on a class and go. Mm-hmm. It is five attachments per weapon if you want those attachments, and every attachment has a benefit and a drawback to it. Okay. So you can't was... just take like an AK, throw a drum mag on it, and a vertical grip on it, and just run around and Wasn't spray that, everybody down. Was that Modern Warfare 2 that had that? I believe so but Advanced Warfare also kind of had that in certain attachments but the attachments give you a benefit and a drawback so say you put like a medium range scope on there like an ACOG on your gun you'll have better accuracy overall but your gun is going to take longer to aim
1: well that's like I remember with the suppressor it was like yeah it won't be it won't be as loud but you're uh, Your damage is significantly yeah, it, it, was it nerfed. Was <laughs> the damage? I couldn't remember it was distance or damage Well, or
0: the way they displayed it in the menu was range, but if you actually tested it in-game, it, it was, was damage. Okay, So it was like, you're basically it took three-quarters as much damage to kill somebody, three-quarters more damage it would than it would normally take. Um, but you've got those neat little tweaks to the way class is set up now. So those tweaks, again, are Modern Warfare back to what it was
1: originally. Yeah. Back when I actually yeah. enjoyed playing so, Call of Duty games. yes,
0: yeah, so you've got those changes to it. Um, again, the maps are... You have a slide mechanic now, which is super fun. It isn't the chi slide like Black Ops had where you can like slide and shotgun people all day. It's more of like a... Can, I you, need sh- to can get. you shoot anymore at, while you sliding? You can shoot while sliding, but it is extremely inaccurate. Yeah. And even in, while aiming down Like in reality. <laughs> yes. And it is more of a, oh shit, I need to get away from someone trying to kill me move. Okay. <laughs> um... So you've got those little things. I'm sure I'll be thrilled when the game is fully launched and I get to play the campaign because I love COD campaigns. Yeah. And this one is supposed to be a more gritty, realistic take on stuff where it's, you know, we ripped articles straight from the headlines and made our campaign is what they said. So
1: So what's the other thing you played?
0: The other thing I played was the Ghost Recon Breakpoint beta. All right. Thank you for joining us <laughs> on another episode. No, take- so I was actually worried about this game when I heard about it because someone had mentioned to me. Yeah, it's a lot like Division. And as much as I like Division, I want Division and Ghost Recon to be be separate separate
1: games. (laughs) Yeah, Um, especially when they're all fucking Tom Clancy. Don't make it Tom Clancy, the game.
0: What I like about this one is, yes, there are more RPG elements in it than there were in Wildlands.
1: Does it still feel kind of... So Wildlands to me felt like Tom Clancy Far Cry.
0: It kind of is Tom Clancy Far Cry, but the benefit of that is your ability to use real-world squad tactics to approach situations in-game. If you know how to read, say, a topical tactical map, a topographical tactical map, you can find out how to navigate in this game pretty well. You can find out where high ground around a point you're attacking is. You can find out where low points are. You can actually read the map and figure this stuff out. If you know distances to targets, which the game pretty much gives you once you tag them... Mm -hmm. You can snipe really effectively by knowing, okay, this many mil dots on my scope is this distance in real life. And
1: do, does it have like the bull drop and everything? Oh like yeah, that? it's got
0: okay. all that. So like, you're not going to hit somebody from hundred meters away with your SMG because your bullet's going to drop off too fast. They so lack the What if you shoot, up here, <laughs> <laughs> shoot, shoot up here while they're? is not a thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but what I could do is say, if I need to take like a really risky shot from like 500 meters away, I can actually count that. In a scope, and I can equip a different scope if I need to, and then count that differently of how it's zeroed to the target, knowing where my bullet's going to impact. Okay. So I can do all of that and get the perfect shots in. And that was kind of what Wildlands had, too, is you could get those ridiculously insane sniper shots in, you could use real-world stealth tactics to get in and out of places, because it is set up very much as a tactical simulation game. Um, you have a squad of maybe four dudes, if you've got a full party, going against potentially 20 dudes. And in the you compound. still have, when mm-hmm.
1: you're playing on your own, It's is it still three uh, computer squad mates? No, actually. No? They okay. remove
0: that. So there's no more computer squad mates. What they replace those with are things like, what you used to do with your squads is sync shots, so you could tag yeah. enemies. It's like, hey, I got them, this guy, you get those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you could tell them to all shoot them at the same time, drop a bunch of dudes at I always once. thought that was a really cool idea. They replace these with these, because you're kind of in a near future setting now with a you're on an island that a tech company has sort of taken over mm-hmm. um you've got these um sink shot drones so you have a limited number of them and the way the sync shot drones work is they're almost like grenades you tag an enemy you press left bumper to throw the drone out and it floats over their head and then when you take your shot or command them to detonate they kill whoever they're on
1: oh okay
0: so the way say i've got like a heavy, for example, he's wearing a helmet. So I've got to take two shots at him at least to kill him. Because the first shot knocks his helmet off, the second shot goes to his brain. Um, but guys like assault guys, they're fairly easy to kill. They're not wearing a whole lot of armor. Yeah. you shoot them in the head they're gone. But say I've got ten of those guys, and like five of them are looking one way and five of them are looking another way. And I've got to get into the area that they're protecting. Well, I've got to take out at least five on one side. Mm-hmm. What I can do is use my sync shot drones to help me accomplish that task by tagging a bunch of guys first. Whichever one is untagged is the one I'm going to shoot, and my sync shot drones will take out the rest. So I've got all. Are they done. explosive,
1: or are they actually just like a bullet? They're like a bullet. They okay.
0: It's kind of weird because the way it looks in the little slow mo tutorial video they give you is like they are boring inside of people. Oh. <laughs> Which I'm like, this does not seem stealthy in the least. This do person they have, is a agony. Do they have. <laughs> is there
1: like an upgrade? that you've seen that it's like hey you can make an, an explosive drone or something like that
0: i haven't seen any of that the game does emphasize some crafting stuff in it you can craft like medicine for yourself that that's right you... this is
1: all ubisoft so they all yeah. do they all have gone towards that a lot yeah. which i'm okay with I, it, I enjoy it that gives kind of you stuff. thing.
0: the crafting can give you certain bonuses and stuff like that like say enhanced stamina or ability to resist injury more um injuries is a big part of this game now so you have a health bar like you normally would yeah but you can also become injured, which nerfs your health bar. You have minor, major, like and out. critical injuries. Um, say you take a bunch of shots at once. Maybe you'll get like a leg as a minor injury, and your character will start limping. You can't sprint oh, anymore. Wow. Um, if you take, <laughs> you take a stim pack. a lot more damage, you'll have a major injury. Your character is going to be a lot more sluggish. It's going to use up a lot more stamina just trying to get around. Your aim's going to be thrown off. All kinds of stuff. And if what gonna, does
1: it take to get yeah. that back.
0: Um, you have to use either bandages which are infinite but they take a very long time to heal you because you have to wrap up each individual injury no um, or you can use a stem which you have a limited number of. Oh, It really is a stem back. I
1: was just making a joke because of Fallout. <laughs> no. uh-huh. So you can use
0: a stem. Um, now this isn't a game where you get shot in your fucking chest and then pull your pinky back into place. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but you have those injuries. Critical injuries are basically you were on the cusp of death at that yeah. point. Like if you don't heal the next strong gust of wind is going to destroy you <laughs> um, just but, plan a
1: run around it's uh, it's fall so yes. leaves are coming just one leaf but oh, no. they've
0: also set it up where there's scenarios in the game where you may have to endure those kind of injuries until the situation oh. becomes safer for you so mm-hmm.
1: what you played is it like a snippet of the single player or is it
0: it's a snippet of the entire game actually
1: really okay. so
0: what you get is you do get the pvp mode included in the beta so you can mess around with that if you want um you do get access to, as far as I know, the entire map that the full game has. It's just missions. All the missions aren't available. Mm-hmm. Um, missions are set up in a way where there's a lot of content now. and You can pursue whatever you want whenever you want. Um, there's missions to go find blueprints for weapon attachments, blueprints for weapons, um, missions, side missions that are just story-driven side content by itself. There's missions, they have sort of a battle pass style thing like Fortnite has in the game. You don't have to purchase it in the beta, mm-hmm. but the way it works is there are other side missions which are kind of riskier to do that give you points towards upgrading that, and then you get different cosmetic okay. items and stuff through that.
1: And I'm sure that when it launches, you can also just buy it, probably. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure. Um, when does um, this game come out? It actually comes out soon. I think it comes out October October 16th or 18th. I can't remember okay. the exact date, but it, yes, it comes out with like, the next two weeks. It's very close. Wow. All right. Um, so the beta I, is. I thought about it the beta is the game in the near finished state <laughs> Quite. yeah i will say it's not without its technical issues i ran into several graphical issues when inspecting other characters like their wrist looking like it's broken for some reason when they're holding their gun. holding gun <laughs> yes that's
1: I, like the, when you see people using like custom skins in games yeah. and it's like he's holding the gun like this but the gun's sticking out of his forehead <laughs> yeah. or something
0: um no there are some loading issues and some technical glitches with the game. Um for some reason the game takes a really long time to get things started up when you first load into the game world. That's Your character thing. Though. But it's like you go to the shop and the shop menu isn't there. Even. Oh, okay. You're highlighting stuff and it's Not showing like you what it is. You that's can't see anything. Weird. <laughs> um the game does have some like I said RPG elements in it. You get skill points as you level up to invest in certain skills and perks. Um you pick a character class one of four. Which gives you bonuses to certain things and give you a skill, give you a class ability that you can use. I'm using the Panther one, which lets me throw down like a Batman-esque smoke screen, which makes me invisible to enemies.
1: That's cool. Um, like scans and shit too. Yes, right?
0: and the weapons and stuff in the game are all given a gear score. So your weapons and your equipment are given gear scores, and then if you meet, if you go to certain areas with like extremely dangerous enemies, it'll tell you what their score is. Do you
1: level up in the game? You do level up like okay.
0: So by doing quests and by just killing enemies and doing other actions like collecting items, you gain experience towards leveling up. Um, I actually tested this earlier just to see if it was doable. I went into an area where the faction. There's two factions in the game of enemies: Sentinels, which are these essentially corporate hired security and wolves.
1: Did you set them up to fight each other?
0: No. You actually can't. But the wolves are kind of... The wolves are working with Sentinel but the wolves are like the elite enemies. They are far more dangerous and far more intelligent than the regular Sentinel security guys are. And when I say that they're intelligent I mean in game they're fucking smart. So what I did is I went to a compound with a bunch of wolves. There was a weapon I was trying to get from that compound but I noticed that the score on a lot of the enemies was 150 and I was nowhere near that. So... I took out one with a sniper shot, a silenced sniper shot, laying down prone with camo on. There's a prone camo mechanic in the game where you lay down on the grass and you can smear stuff all over yourself to stay hidden.
1: Yeah, I've seen it where (laughs) you're just rolling in mud or whatever.
0: So I did that. I took the shot. They got alerted because, of course, they see the guy dropping. And within about 30 seconds, they found out where I was... And even with Pro Camera, the guy standing over me spotted me, it took him two shots to fucking kill me. Oh, wow. He just double tapped my ass while I was laying in the dirt.
1: So I'm gonna play on easy <laughs> mode. Um This see, this is one of those games where I would love if we would all get it day one, or maybe not day one, or whenever, and all play it together. Like yeah. do that for a stream, do that for a couple of nights of stream. I could do that. Um I know at least one person will do it.
0: Yeah. My buddy Dave. James My buddy James will play it, he loves it. All
1: right we might do that Um, so to wrap everything up I'm just going to say one last thing really the most important news that has happened in the last two weeks just happened the other day Spider-Man is back in the MCU that's right we got him he's safe did you see the video that Tom Holland posted? I fucking hate that movie That was hilarious we got
0: our cinnamon roll back our what? cinnamon roll
1: cinnamon roll
0: Tom Holland is a cinnamon roll
1: why is Tom Holland a cinnamon roll?
0: Because he's sweet and we need to protect him. It's a meme thing. Don't. Thank,
1: thank you for joining us on this episode, of Space Time Talco. That's weird. you memes are weird. Me. weird. Did you weird. see Frankie Muniz wants to fuck Lizzo? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is a Frankie Muniz? Frankie Muniz is trying to be relevant
0: again. What the fuck is a Lizzo? What? <laughs> <laughs> Leave. <laughs> I keep hearing the name. I know it's an artist of some sort.
1: I'm playing it once you're out. We're, do, do we're Leave it. Thank you for joining us. A I've been Chris. <laughs> That's a weird way to say it. That's Nate. You can follow us on social media. Just search Space Time Taco. Don't follow Taco. me on social media. Taco. Taco. <laughs> Space leave Time Taco. Alone. He's Ray on Go away. I'll get likes from tweets from a month ago. Uh, from you, being like, really oh, I like this. You tagged me in it. I don't I use think. Twitter. Twitter's great. Um, Twitter is a feed of random nonsense. Twitter is my brain. Uh, yeah, we are getting so fucking close to so fucking disorganized to extra life. What's no? Let's do, just follow what you want to follow. I did. All right. It's a problem. We're doing our extra life <laughs> stream in about a month. Yes wow November. in a, about a month and a week-ish um but you can donate now or you can wait and donate for fun stuff during the stream yeah
0: whatever you donate during the stream is gonna go towards our wonderful wheel of prizes and all the other crazy stuff we got other stuff we
1: got a lot of drawings of, that we're doing things physical stuff and all that shit we're going all out and I'm and worried some um, of us
0: are going to attempt to mass enough capital to do some possible giveaways during stream that's
1: Oh, that's the whole point. We were gonna, Yeah. What are you doing? We'll talk about that off. I'm not doing.
0: I'm saying we are doing that collectively.
1: Oh, okay. I'm like you said, some of us. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah. There's a link down below. Uh, if you're on Twitch, it'll also be in the description of the YouTube video. Yep. Uh, and, and I think it's also on our Facebook right? page. Yeah, pinned on Facebook page. Yay! Or you can just go to spacetimetaco.com/slash-extra-life. Yes. Uh, if you you. Also, want to support us directly, not just helping sick kids. Uh, you can go to spacetimetaco.com dot slash store. 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 That's S T, not S H T. Store. The store. It's the store. The store. um I'm
0: Sean. Sean
1: <laughs> What time do you want to meet for lunch? tennis <laughs> It's like when do you want to go to Wimbledon? Tennis. Tennis. Uh <laughs> Go inside and play video games.
0: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was only—did I knock something?